everybody, welcome to episode Vavitch Game Apocalypse. That's two fives. That's somehow significant. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are Christopher Antista and Dave. I can't drive 55 Redden. And Ridge Racer. <laughs> Ridge Racer Michael Grimm. That's how many times is that now? I've had to say your name every time. Yeah, every time. You're right. Every every time. Okay, I, have to, I have to interrupt this. My friend, uh, platonic friend, mm-hmm. just sent me a message. Your romantic friend. No, no, no. We've yes. never, we've known one another for years. Never done anything. She's like, Ew, so I had you a, say. I had a nightmare. We hooked up, uh, and man, and I that's just kind of insulting, actually. Yeah, it is. So, like, I immediately respond with um, butt stuff. Question mark, and she's like, "No, but we did make out." I'm like, "Was I rough but gentle? Did I caress your? This is it's really fun for me. She's totally uh-huh. disgusted yeah. by this. Uh, what, did I caress your bosom? Like, oh, it's a hey, the moment. Like, we did hand stuff, right? And we, will you stop? <laughs> will you please stop? So I'm not. I'm going to keep going, but I wanted to. I wanted to crowdsource this. Well, what you need to do now is pull up your emoji thing, get the index finger gun thing, and the AOK oh, yes. symbol. And then gradually oh. tweak them, getting closer. No, and the the one we just discovered, which is the uh, arrow pointing, that just says soon. Soon. <laughs> I feel like you don't, you could also use the poop emoji at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, the wild card for me is always eggplant emoji, or just you know? eight equals 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 D for you. I'm going to say, what position did I choose? Good. I bet it was Frogger's Delight. <laughs> Frogger's Delight. Well, I'm going to wait for you to type this out in real time. No, no, in no, the no. meantime... Just keep talking and I'll, I'll update you. Okay, okay. I appreciate develop. that. All right. So this week we've got a bunch of big releases. Probably the biggest release for a little while. Um, or release week for a little while. Uh, we've got Titanfall. How about that? We've, no. we've got fucking Dark Souls 2. No. Um, we're going to talk about some other things that came out that Dave played earlier, but that we didn't really talk about and just sort of glossed over at best. Uh, let's uh, let's not forget the Shaq Fu reboot. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the news sequence. Kill O'Neill needs our money. This is actually <laughs> yes. a, this is a telethon. But I mean, how can we doubt the dreams and potential of Big D's studios? Yeah, Big D, Big D's nuts. But we'll D's talk, nuts. We'll D- talk about that, nuts. Mike, in the second segment. <laughs> okay, in the meantime. Much. In honor of Titanfall and Fightin' Tall in its Titans, uh, <laughs> no we're going to... I tried to spell it uh, Titanfall like an old arcade game uh-huh. with a giant capital N and an apostrophe. Didn't catch on, just like yeah. the dude. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't do this. Shocking. I can't do this. Yeah. So I, I've started calling it Tit Anvil, mm-hmm. and then nice. I, I turned, took the review I was working on, put it in a Google Doc, and sent it to my boss and realized... <laughs> After I'd sent it, it's like, oh, shit, I just called it Anvil. That probably comes off as really weird. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. Hey, lad, when you're forging the sword, make sure to put the hilt of the blade on the areola. That's <laughs> where the tit anvil is the strongest. <laughs> gross. She says, gross, is that your Sprogger's Delight, your specialty with the ladies? And I'm going to say, no, I just think your oddly shaped body would be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, flattering. And coming back from I, our live on the yeah. scene reporter, Chris Antista. This, this is not sexting. This is me really messing with a friend, uh-huh. a, a friend who thinks I'm I don't know. Does she I, knows this? Somehow or? I think we'll recall this at a wedding reception. It's like, <laughs> like, like a 20-year yeah. friend, not, not, not some you, like six, seven, eight-year friends. Like oh, a 20-year wow. friend. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to launch into the top five for this week, which in honor of Titanfall is Weirdest Mecca. 
because Titanfall has mecha, and I want to do something about mecha, but coolest mecha is stupid because I don't play those games. Hey, what are you, some kind of fancy man? It's a robot yes, where I, I am come a from. fancy, fancy man who doesn't want to pilot a giant robot when he can pilot a mech. You might think I'm just some simple baka gajin, but trust <laughs> me, robot works just as well. Fine. Top five weirdest <laughs> giant robots. Whatever. Number five. Welcome to the White House. (laughs) I love this game. Metal Wolf Chaos. From the makers of Dark Souls. Mm, I love that. And unlike a lot of the other entries on this list, there's nothing particularly weird about the mech itself, except that it is piloted by the President of the United States, Mm -hmm. and it has two big presidential seals on, like, the weird barrels on its back. And those barrels also open up to, like, have, like, six or eight guns at once pointing out of them. It's sort of like the America gun from Saints Row 4, uh, for those of you who've played that. I did. <laughs> Chris, you've, you've, I, I know you're busy texting. I am. Maybe you could tell us something <laughs> about this game. How hard did I go? <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> And this is just evolved in the sense. I do find that the, oh, best, over. the best works of fiction are where the president has to actually fight. Yes. yes. Against the vice president, uh, yes. Michael Whoa. Wilson. Michael Wilson. Uh, this is fantastic. It implies there is an Air Force One hidden under the, uh, the tranquil pool. Like, yeah, reflecting pool. The reflecting pool in yeah. front of the Washington Monument. Yeah, yeah. in the Capitol Mall. It's... You, it's a really good game. It's well designed. Really? Yeah, like the only yeah, place this never came out in the U.S. It didn't. It only so you had to you had to go to extreme measures to be able to play it for no, games. No right comment. Ah. No comment. But I, you can find the demo on. An I looked OX- for this in Japan. It was impossible to find. It was. It's. It, the demo is buried on an OXM disc mm-hmm. that came. Uh, disc that came with OXM. So you can play it. It's. It's. It's just that. It's really fun. It's really well done. And this is from someone who likes Earth Defense Force, a lot like Earth Defense Force. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine instead of insects, it's um, American soldiers doing their duty. That you're killing? Yes. Oh, cool. Bloodily on, on in recognizable American cities. Well, that sort of explains why they describe Metal Wolf like this. That's the heinous terrorist Metal Wolf, as seen from the air. Yeah, you're a, you're a terrorist. Nobody knows you're the president. Who was that? Was that like Dora the Explorer's like sidekick? What kind of voice Maybe. was that? I don't know. It sounds really familiar. I was yeah. listening to more quotes from him, and it's like it's really weird and flat, but it sounds so familiar. It's I know I've heard this guy. He's one of the nude in an oxygen tent because he believes it gives him <laughs> sexual powers. <laughs> and this reporter isn't the only one who's pointing you out as a terrorist. Dear fellow Americans, good evening. This is an announcement from the Government Policy Promotion Department, you know, where the password is, yeah, right. no more Metal Wolf. Man, they gave away the password question? on TV. It's no more Metal Wolf. Man, and and I here I was thinking the Devil May Cry's uh, Bob Barker sequence was in this an original. <laughs> How wrong I was. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Hanties. <laughs> Bob Barbus. He's busy texting. Bob Barbus, yes. Did you squirt on I am newsman. This is story. (laughs) Hello, yes, this is news. (laughs) Um, The the voice acting in this is just fucking precious because again, it was it was made for a Japanese audience who have no idea. They just they just a lot of them, I imagine, hear the sound of English and it's like, yes, this is authenticity, Mm -hmm. as opposed to us who hear it like this is fucking awful, but it's amazing. 
Mr. President, the Alcatraz cannon just started to recharge. Yes, it started. Alcatraz cannon? Yeah, I guess. Nice. That's I don't know what sweet. that is. Chris, do you know what that is? Spray it again. Alcatraz cannon? Mr. President, the Alcatraz cannon just started to recharge. It's, it sprays sourdough and clam chowder all over the mm-hmm. internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Sourdough. You remember that Fox show, Alcatraz? No. Okay. Uh, the J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say J.J. Abrams one season joint, but that's pretty much every J.J. Abrams show that yeah. isn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So, to any terrorist sympathizers, if an ounce of justice still remains in you, give up on that man uh, and boy. surrender by 5 p.m. today. <laughs> this is our final ultimatum. That was remember, 5 p.m. Remember how we had PSAs just like that all the time around 9-11? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Tension <laughs> Taliban. If you have an ounce of justice. Who's our guest on the show tonight? J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Is that a Viva Vendetta reference? Uh, Simpsons. Gavo. Um, Gavo. Gavo. Ah. Nothing is pointless. And the reason is because I'm the president of the great United States of America. Oh boy, man, that is fucking awesome. I'm gonna I really step hope, out into outer space. I really hope that's how they see America. Yeah. That is And that's that's part of the enjoyment I got out of this. The uh Orientalism reflected back at me. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Japan's reverse Epcot version yeah. of yep. every <laughs> national So yes, you're gonna fight through only Vegas, and Vegas still looks... It, it still looks like some town from Last Samurai with neon on it. Now you know how Japanese people watching something like Miami Connection mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like America has not been that racist towards any country in a while where it's just like... Whoa, what? American flag? Rifle? What? I don't know. Like, they're just saying random things that, are, uh, that don't make any sense like this. in a mech game. You guys are roast chicken. God. That is really great. You guys are <laughs> roast chicken. We <laughs> like chicken in America. Yes, it's true. But only the roast kind, not yeah. fried. I'm yeah. eating meat all the time. I don't eat fish. That's Japanese. I can't talk about English dubs of Japanese games without being a hypocrite. <laughs> hey, well, you know, it's out in the open. We do appreciate that. Uh, Metal Wolf, though, this is such a bizarre game. So, so much more exuberant than I think any mech game I've seen mm-hmm. ever. It's one of the it's one of the few games that I think uh, is. Yeah, I was sort of noticing, like even kids who are younger, like no old NES and Super Nintendo games because they're really easy to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. This game is still really hard to get a hold of. It is, and, and I was tried. good at at. Illegally downloading yes. torrents. How about that? But yeah. the RIA I, I was is also at the door. pissed off because I found out like months after the fact that you had access to the cop to a copy that you played, and I was like, "Can I get a copy?" Like, I don't know. I threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it out because it was like it was like four hours of turning an Xbox debug upside down to play mm-hmm. a burnt disc, mm-hmm. and it would if like anybody walked in the room or like opened the front door four floors below, it would skip and be unreadable, and I'd have to start over. There's no saving. There's and to this day there I don't think there's a good system for Xbox exclusive games to be emulated. So don't go looking, kids. You'll no. never play mm. Fusion Frenzy again. Dino Crisis. <laughs> Blinks one and two on forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, unplayable. Is it? Number four. Good show. 
What is it? Daniel Bryan's theme song? <laughs> <laughs> Does that ring bells for anybody? That's Ode to Joy. Um, is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's it's from show. Henry Hatsworth. Uh, That's the, <laughs> the oh, giant robot form. PW Winterbottom. I think Golden Robo Q is the name of the... At least the name of the music. I don't know if it's the name of the robot. But uh, for those who've, who've played Henry Hatsworth, who didn't dismiss it as a Professor Layton ripoff, which it absolutely was not... Mm-hmm. So no uh, one and no one. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, when you, I th- I'm trying to remember, that was like half platformer on the the top half of the DS screen, and then a puzzle game on the bottom, like a, a match three thing, and you had to play them both at the same time. And when you do a certain thing on the puzzle screen, like it, there was a flashing icon that said "Tea Time," mm-hmm. and then when you tap on that, you just hear. Good show. And you see him drinking tea in like a, a, a club room with a bunch of other old guys in the background who all applaud his tea drinking skills. It's... And then a huge robot flies up in front of a, a gigantic Union Jack, mm-hmm. and then you just start kicking ass as this like steampunk robot. <laughs> and like if you look really closely, it has a little porthole in the front where you can like see uh, his monocled face behind it. He puts Gandhi in a headlock and inserts the UK's imperialist. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, he does. Man, that's awful, Michael. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But, you know, you get to clank around in a T-powered robot, apparently, and uh, launch megaton punches from your flying fists. And then he puts a bunch of Protestants in Northern Ireland. Sure. And, and skip through down. a dick ton of dialogue and go... <laughs> Just a big floppy I think, mustache. I think that wiggling. is how his dialogue actually sounds. Yeah. I'm positive. Yes. And what kind of game is this again? It's a half-platformer, half-puzzle game. Okay, so that it but all it, makes sense. The robot sense. looks like this. Yeah. I'm yeah. showing everybody pictures. Like everybody Daddy. else Google It looks images. like Big Daddy. It looks like Kinda that. Does yeah, doesn't it? That dumbass robot from Chrono Trigger. It does. Yeah. I hate that robot. That robot sucks. Dude, it's got a great theme Gato. song. Gato. Gato. I am Gato. I have metal joints. Beat me up and earn fifteen silver points. Oh, what the hell was that? You even remember how many silver points he got? I thought he was the one that had the um, the Rick Astley song. That's Robo. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking he's of Gato. Kind he's of the guy a, you beat up in the festival. He's also a chode. Really? Yeah. Fuck you, Dave Rudden. <laughs> I'm gonna say that for Charlie. I'm gonna say it's for Charlie Barrett. <laughs> yeah, I actually he looks didn't make a little. It, he yeah. looks a little bit like Glitch from Metal Arms Glitch in the System, another uh, game nobody played. Man, you are just pulling him out tonight. I know. <laughs> Does he count as a mecha? Uh, no, he counts as an autonomous robot. Yeah. Okay. How uh, tall do you have to be? Automaton, to be a mech? if you will. You have to not have a dude inside of you. Yeah. Okay. Well. To be a, to be a mech, you have to have a dude so inside of you. So you can't be that sexy. Cause also, then... that's the qualification. So a sex bot <laughs> would also qualify as a mecha because yes. it has dudes inside of it. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. We're yeah. yeah. on the same yeah. page here. We're talking right. about sex with robots. Yeah. Chobits. And buying inside of Which you can have penises. in Henry Hatsworth and the, <laughs> whatever the subtitle is. Michael has a huge crate of unsold copies of Henry Hatsworth uh, <laughs> in his house. Should all run out and buy them? <laughs> I'm From on Amazon a- seller Wikiparis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Amazon as Wikiparis. <laughs> so who played Mace the Dark Ages? Man, not me. And I played uh, back when it was like one everyone? of three fighters available for N64. Wow. wow. I feel like I played every PS1 and early N64 fighter, and that is foreign to me. Really? Yeah. This was I played Zero Divide. 
This was by wow. Atari. You're going to have to tell us everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start from square one here, Michael. Okay. Well, so Atari, in their post-Jaguar days, uh, <laughs> made a fighting game for N64 that was an arcade game first called Mace the Dark Ages. And one of the unlockable characters was Gar, who is a dwarf in a robot called Warmech. <laughs> Like old dwarves, he's uh, Scottish. Uh, <laughs> um, and Warmech is, is like this shitty, like medieval looking steampunk it, mech where like uh, the cockpit is a barrel, barrel. and it has a it's barrel on, on one of its hands. It looks like fucking Moku Jim. I was going to say, it does. That's, that's it what does. it looks like, yeah. SD. I'm sure that's the inspiration, actually. Uh, Renaissance robot. Yeah. Moku and he's Jim. fighting Sophia from Toshinden, which is cool. <laughs> that's that's yep. nice. Yep, yep. Taria or whatever. Diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea. Yes. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Oh, yeah. Is that a fighting game? Yeah. Yes. You, right. Man. You, you, I, I, you didn't play me a little hot I totally today? understand. When I was a kid playing games, that's what my parents were hearing with no context, that video games are the worst thing on earth. Like, oh, all you hear is, oh, oh, I'm going to go. Take that. Like, take that. Yeah. Take that. This is the worst thing. Right, my dad would just walk by and go like, on a poo, on a poo. He was hearing like, Giles, sonic boom, sonic uh, boom. Is my son slapping his wiener on robots? You have to deliver your dad a cease and desist. Mm. Too close. <laughs> Too close. It's like, but my any- kid is just slamming a speaking spell into the fucking wall <laughs> repeatedly, and I have to listen to it. Yeah, my, my mom actually went insane listening to fucking Mega Man 1 music. Mm-hmm. You're like, how can oh, you so listen beautiful. to this? It's so repetitive. <laughs> you know what's repetitive, Mom? You and your adult lifestyle with your job that yeah. you go to every day. You're repetitive. You <laughs> are. Your shitty Michael Bolton CD. You heard the news. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the important takeaway here is that... Wait, was that him laughing? Yes. Fucking Arthur. Fucking Scottish stereotype. The but he, said, he sounded like Speedy Gonzalez there. He's like a nice little amalgam of a bunch of racial stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, fucking the VGA Mugen game will be Warmech versus... Uh, fuck, who was the other character we talked about last week? Uh, Burger Time guy. Uh, no, Bagman. Burger! Bagman oh, versus uh. Warmech. There you go. <laughs> Somebody that knows Mugen, get in there. Bagman. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Let's move on because you guys have nothing to say about Warmack. No, I remember seeing an ad for the Dark Maze once because I think there was a Nintendo Power poster, ah, and it's yes. just a big fucking red knight. Yes, looking. Yep. Lord Deimos. Lord Deimos, whose fatality was that he anally impales his opponents on his sword. Fucking great. Yes. From what? Wait. Yeah. What Mace, game? Mace the Dark Age. The game. Yep, we were you're going to go download right. it now. Wait. It, so is I this am. the fighter starring uh, Puff Daddy's assistant? Mace? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mur- Murder Mace yes. before yeah. he became uh-huh. Reverend Mace. Yes. The, the default stage is Harlem World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the least enthusiastic <laughs> rapper correct. ever. God. I just. I could. I could put more effort into raps than Mace. Yeah. He just. Why no, don't you, Dave? We're, guys, we're starting yeah. an indie go for you. Dave to become a rapper. No, I, I don't know. I just felt like that was that was Mace's like default. He was chill, tone. man. He wasn't like an agro rapper, like your Eminem's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. I or like your Tech Nines. Yeah, like and rappers that wear wife beaters. I, I love the Eminem's rap album yeah. and how Peanut's voice sounds different from Chocolates. <laughs> Those are characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> I was going to give you a pity laugh. And was, <laughs> you kept going. Number two. See if this triggers any memories for anybody. I, I know this. 
Lord, get it from me. No. Dash, dash, dash. Mystical dash, dash. Ninja Goemon. Oh, we just yeah. did a VG Empire about that. By just, I mean months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost all concept of time. Jesus just Christ. Whatever. Yeah, this, this that was great. That fucking thing. That fucking, the so, call-out scene for that where that music plays with the oh, song. Oh, so good. Fucking you, get, great. you get a whole musical number, which we'll play uh, during the break. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, the hero has a giant robot who looks exactly like him. This this robot, like, I think they came up with him in the NES days. So he has those, like, giant arms that are made out of circles. Yeah. Because that's how they could have flexible limbs back then. Spectre Man arms. Yeah. Spectre, yeah. Exactly. I was actually thinking mm. the literal same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, balls, exactly. Balls, balls, balls. balls. But, yeah. <laughs> but because they established that, look, they kept it well into the... Oh, that's great. 64-bit <laughs> and onward, so... Yeah, it's it's something he's oh, always that's, had. That's pretty ahead of the part of, of the curve there. Yeah, yeah, Preser- keeping that retro design, Preser- preserving something that might not be looked so fondly upon. That's something Nintendo mm-hmm. started doing like into the GameCube and Wii era. Yeah. They even kept that look in the stupid uh, Goemon anime, the Mystical Ninja anime, which I don't know if it ever came out over here, but. Uh, Michael has some VHS coffee. <laughs> I well, I check have, out Wikipedia. I have, on I have a clip. <laughs> I have a clip. Even better. I love going on impact. He's such a cool mech, even when he's doing this. And over again. Yeah, he's a mech who talks, by the mm. way. Like he's he's not even though he looks exactly like Goemon and Goemon pilots him, he has a distinct personality and talks to Goemon while he's being piloted and yeah, screams out Go ultimate Go punch E <laughs> when he's punching dudes with his big uh circle arms. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I've always liked how Po Face Japan was about like mm-hmm. games that ape that sort of, you know. Yeah, big uh, Power Rangers mech stuff. Where mm-hmm. It's just like it's all intentionally a little corny. That's why I loved uh, Wonderful One Hundred One so much because mm. it's the exact same thing. Where it's like there's this whole legacy of shit that we were never exposed to. Where you grew up yeah. watching these shows where a bunch of people just like Power Rangers jump into fucking mechs. And mm-hmm. walk around. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty standard and it's know? pretty hilarious. It's how like it, our Star yeah. Wars, but over yeah. there. It's but they're always willing to poke fun at it. None of those mm-hmm. things are ever done like straight face. Like this was the childhood thing I grew up with. I will treat it with reverence. It's always like this is fairly fucking stupid, and <laughs> we're gonna uh, poke holes yeah. in it. Well, I mean, I guess what makes uh, Goemon Impact so weird is that the world he's from is like medieval Japan. Like, it's it's not yeah. even like uh, it's it's techno futuristic medieval Japan. No, he's just he's a, a giant clockwork robot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's not particularly advanced, and yet he has intelligence. Apparently, yes. and, <laughs> I think the fact that his arms are made out of balls uh, oh, and all connected to each other yes it plainly puts forth the fact that he is not advanced at all no no yeah. and in he like like his uh, smaller counterpart he also hits things with a gi- giant pipe mm-hmm. like that's that's an interesting weapon not I not like a big enough pipe for a robot to wield like, yeah what was this pipe doing <laughs> <laughs> a, a statue was smoking up that's the other thing it's like it's like a smoking <laughs> pipe it's not like a length of pipe oh, oh yeah, that's okay. right. yeah yeah that's correct Mm. Like something you could it's actually an HVAC duct. <laughs> it's the channel. <laughs> sure. From Henry Hatsworth. Wow, we're moving through this fast. Mm-hmm. 
None of you know this. It's pretty weird that uh, Japan would produce the weirdest robots. Yeah, I know, right? But I, I want to show you guys a picture. You guys uh, listening at home should look up uh, Bolon, B-O-L-O-N, mm-hmm. from Techromancer. Uh, this thing looks like the Danny DeVito to Voltron's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a giant ball. Uh, it, its left arm is made out of what looks like an office building and a wrecking ball. Its right arm is a train and a giant squeaky hammer. Yeah. Its right foot is an overturned bus, and its left foot is a boat, and its head is a house. And it is... <laughs> this is a dope robot. This is from yeah. Techromancer, uh, the Dreamcast-only fighting game that like nobody played, but everybody super missed out on. Because mm-hmm. what, I, what I love about oh, this, this is the William S. Gibbons book? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Technomancer. <laughs> Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but what, what I love about the, like, watching YouTube videos reminded me why I love this game. And the cool thing about it is you're playing through the story mode. Each mech has its own storyline that goes with it, its own characters. And all of the storylines take place in different universes with the same characters. So... You're playing as one mech called the Wise Duck, I think, and it's like this serious military storyline. But then you play as Bolon and Pollen, the the girl who pilots him. She's like a magical girl, and it turns into this weird harem anime where like her first fight is against the main like hero character, and then she decides she's his fiance and moves in with him, and then all these other women come and attack it's like hello i'm here to invade your planet if you get invaded now we'll give you this free love pendant and and then she beats them up and then they join the household also and mm. the whole time he's just trying to convince his uh plain human girlfriend to stick around and she's not going for it <laughs> it sounds very uh americanized uh, yeah. and not loyal to the roots of my i can really Japanese see the anime. straight line between all of these games and titanfall <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the other thing. You hear that all the fucking time when you're playing. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, do you, ever, you guys know the anime Lucky Star? Uh, I'm aware of Anonyme by that name. There is, is a, a, based on a Madonna song? I know there's a dance associated with it. There is. At the end of every episode, I... have uh, got a clip of that dance, actually. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Shrieking Japanese voice actor. The reason I brought that up is because at the end of every episode, she sings a song. Oh, that's the... You yes. showed me that clip one time. That was she, great. she sings Headshall Off from uh, Dragon Ball Z. That was fantastic. And really? it's just the absolute most grating, shrieking, <laughs> like, the over the top. It's the best. awesome. Because she's, like, clearly way out of her range. Mm-hmm. She's like... Like, oh my god! Listen to it once and then one take, and we're good. And it's yeah. this three-minute <laughs> credit sequence. It's great. Is, it's it, is it worse than this? This has the same quality as what we listened to before from Mesa Dark Age, where it just—it's chaotic nonsense, yeah. and it's just you know, you're listening to a fighting game. It's, yeah. it's nuts. But uh, yeah, the special attack, which I think you might have just heard, is. The robot turns into a giant black wrecking ball and just sort of rolls over the bad guys or opponents, whatever. I don't know. It's it's a fucking weird <laughs> mech from a weird game. Hmm. Tech Romancer. Everybody should play it and nobody can. Right. Yeah. I got my Japanese Dreamcast dog. I'm fluent in uh, yeah. the glorious it was language like, it of Nippon. Th- this weird period, like for those not old enough to remember or, or who'd never owned a Dreamcast because they weren't interested. Mm-hmm. Like, Capcom, no offense, Chris, like, basically just shat out a bunch of, like, really interesting fighting yeah. games that it never revisited. Yeah. 
There was like a Rival School sequel. There was this. And, 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 like, yeah, the Star Gladiator uh, sequel too. Yes, Sword Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah Power Stone and Two. Cannon Spike. I love Cannon Spike. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. The so cami move. I'm more of a Cannon Drill fan. Wait, what? Cammy from Street Fighter. She's also oh. in that game. She, she is. She's in that game. Cannon I love the playable it's, Arthur. It's named after her move, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like <laughs> her and Charlie and Arthur and That's, some samurai chick on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, it's it's called Gun Spike in Japan. I don't know how it got changed oh. to Cannon Spike for America. I've I mean, never even heard I'm of it. Sure, Cammy had Cammie's something to do with it. Yeah. yeah, but she's not like the main character. You can pick any character you want. Well, her yeah, butt she, is the main character. The yeah, entire the, the game was kind of marketed with her heavily, and then like you play it, and it's like, oh, she's actually. Has no nothing to do with the plot. Yeah, whatsoever. Mega Man's in there, and in Arthur oh, yeah. in a rad. Uh, it's gold, like that uh, Namco X game you guys did. It's mm. not really related to anything. But that Namco. But all can we all, can we name some more um, late Dreamcast games like Floygan Brothers? Man, Floygan Brothers. Moigel, Floygan. I think it was Volume it's One like, as well. It was, yes, it was, which is so <laughs> sad. Yeah. And, and then the other thing is, like, they teased it so hard, like mm-hmm. before the Dreamcast came out, like this is going to be one of the killer launch titles, yeah. and it came out after it died, and they mm-hmm. kept the Volume One. Kept the Volume One. I think, it was going to be episodic. I, I have a feeling if you go and grab screenshots of that right now, you could probably convince. A kid. Morgan Brothers it's, episode one, a new hope. You could, <laughs> you could convince, probably convince a kid it's an iPad game. No, it's a, it's Team Fortress one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, the color scheme yeah. is the same, and the character. If uh, they'd never seen Team Fortress one, sure. Yeah. yeah if they'd never seen. How Team could Fortress you ever 1? expect something named the Floygan Brothers to be <laughs> successful? It's literally yeah, it's, impossible. They're they're brothers named after the sound of Jerry Lewis puking. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, what they are. From my perspective, it totally sucks. The first. Five generations of consoles were the old west, and no one had figured yeah. anything out. And everybody was making money, throwing anything at the wall. It was all worth it. This now was it, the last time that happened. Now it's yeah. super safe. You got to be really careful because games cost too much. It's weird. Yeah. The best it, Dreamcast like, game is still Ill Bleed. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was about to say that. There is no other game. That, that game. That god is damn. absolutely astounding. That ending. Holy shit! Yeah. What the fuck was that? You got Demon Sonic. You've got a uh, Woody from Toy Story wanting to uh-huh. fuck Sexy Doll. Sexy Doll. Who's sexy just doll. a butt. Like she's just an ass. A butt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bent over ass. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that game is she's, astounding. She's like Battleship Yamato for ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sexy wave, doll wave is. motion cannon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Battleship Yamato of ass. Yeah. But if you've never played that game, fine. But yeah. definitely watch Let's Play, because that game yes. is yeah. boggling. I, I Mechanics am, boggling. I am perfectly Story. happy to turn this top five into a Dreamcast love fest, because <laughs> that was a period, like, I've, I can't remember ever seeing that much experimentation on that failed a console. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Ooga Booga. Remember Ooga Booga? Yes. No, Ooga. of course you don't. <laughs> This is the podcast from the four guys who have played all of these games. Yes. <laughs> the only four guys who have played Except all of these Tech games. Except Techromancer. Apparently only I've played that. Yeah. No, I did not play Techromancer. But I was talking to Henry about it earlier. He's like, oh, I love that game. Uh, it's That was a really... That was the pinnacle of, like, just unbridled Japanese weirdness. Like, yes. Let's yeah, try and absolutely. make the most distinctive-looking game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, f- I really wish people aimed for the same kind of thrill as what we saw in the Dreamcast. I really do. Yeah. This is going to look like nothing else, and we're going to like shock people without if only one really of us, violent moments. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to shock them with things that they never would have expected. If only one of us worked as some sort of game developer. I mean, yeah, if only. With any power, I think we should <laughs> modify. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. 
We're going to take a little break now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to actually talk about Titanfall and some other stuff, Dark Souls, etc. Can I, can I interrupt your outro no. to mention Blitz Tank, the Nazi tank? Oh, shit, fighting gear? yes, sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> Tell us about Blitz Tank. Uh, so Blitz Tank is a character, I forget, it's a German-named game. It's a Japanese homemade fighting game. It's something Einstein Zende Neubauten, but it's I think not. the word Kampf was in there, yeah, too. Yeah, it's Mein Kampf, mm-hmm. uh, the Nazi fighting game. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have my phone to fact check this, so mm-hmm. I'm going to vamp right now. Basically, <laughs> you play as a immobile mecha tank. There's nobody in it, so I guess it's not really a mecha. But yeah, man, but it, it's a it, has a, it has a skull on it that yeah, rises out of a neck-like stalk. Yes, and it's a fighting game character without limbs, so it basically just kind of chugs back and forth and jumps, <laughs> and the skull head waggles mm-hmm. around. Ugh. And if it touches you, you take damage. Also, every character in the game is like, oh yeah, this is uh, an Axis Italian character, an Axis German character, an Axis Japanese character, wow. and everything's just all a bunch of weird Nazi fan wank, and it's very creepy. <laughs> They're they fighting against the embodiment of all evil FDR who attacks in a mecha wheelchair? <laughs> That's correct. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's that. Yeah. I also considered the uh, giant slime castle tank thing from Rocket Slime for this, but uh. after going over it, Henry and I decided, no, that's not really a mech, it's more of a tank. So, I love this Even so though it looks like the operators. Yes. <laughs> does Krang count as a mech? I guess he kind of does, but yeah. he's not originally from games. That, that yeah. was the stipulation. I had two stipulations at the beginning that I didn't say, which were A, it has to be a pilotable robot, hmm. and B, it has to have originated in games. None of this anime bullshit. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. Well, no SD Gundams. I just like the idea of the littlest mech, like a, an inspirational story, Plank. like... One of, one of a my dwarf in a little tiny <laughs> mech like <laughs> I'm gonna beat up that giant robot in the city. A two foot dwarf. a two foot tall mecha piloted by a mouse. I'll yeah. get you <laughs> a come in my mouth. Did you ever see that? <laughs> oh, it's, is that actual it's, a, it's a perverse uh, and then what does Uncle Phil say? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, also I wanna do more praying impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I wanted to mention Battle Clash. That game has some pretty fucking stupid robots. Yeah, I love that. That in the sequel is amazing. That game is Punch Out with the Super Smash Bros. Has that game ever been mentioned in a Smash Brothers or an aside? I don't think that game's ever been acknowledged outside of it. Because there was two games. I love those games when I was They're really good. It's, it's a but there was a Cairo than... robot that was made of solid gold and looking like a scarab beetle, and he had a flap on his belly that opened up, so he was basically fucking King Hippo. Right. And that nice. was always, to me, a very fucking stupid robot. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it goes from <laughs> flap Peek-a-boo, on his stomach. Peek-a-boo. He, so he's <laughs> basically fucking King Hippo. Yes. Yeah. See, I'm choosing to take that as a verb rather than an adjective. He's okay. fucking King Hippo. He's fucking uh, King Hippo. In yeah. the Super Nintendo. Uh, check out my Slash Fic website. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's more like Crash Fiction, but okay. Uh, fuck out. Mike Tyson's <laughs> fuck out. You know what's out there, man. You know what it is. <laughs> Featuring Mr. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're done here. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk about Titanfall, Dark Souls 2, and more. Stay tuned. Hey, 
it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch where I hoard rat skulls and think about nothing every week except the Video Game Apocalypse listeners and how they can support the show. It's really easy. Let me tell you how. You go to iTunes. You download our show. You, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's this? Sick of you. Jumping on this show. Ah, uh, fucking Duke Lombardi. And talking about your stupid fucking raccoon behavior, you goddamn piece of vermin filth. That's all I have to talk about. I'm a raccoon. I'm an innocent woodland creature. Other people have branched out. DreamWorks makes a movie every week. Ah, uh, you're making me feel bad. <laughs> I should. I should. Because you try and get out there and plug the Laser Time t-shirt store, which has plenty of representation of E-rated game safe art. That you can wear over your gigantic... I'm not gigantic, I'm a raccoon. Talking to the listener here. I'm talking down to the listener. You and your gigantic swollen gut can now have a picture of the E-rated, say, Fiji Game Apocalypse How can that be E-rated? That makes no sense. Why would the ESRB approve a skull as rated okay for everyone? Because I rated it. I can't rate it E, but it's GA. That's the old Sega system. Rated Georgia. And it sits... And it's... I am the expert on E-rated games. Did you play Soul Bubbles all day? I don't think so. No. All right. Did you play Puzzle Bobble while you were on the train to the doctor? I don't know what that is. All right. See, I default no, I mean, to the expert. Doctor, I, I, don't know what, I know what Puzzle Bubble is, but what the fuck is a doctor? Uh, you go to a veterinarian or a fucking voodoo doctor. I, I guess a voodoo doctor. I mean, you yeah, know, Probably they... when you're fucking dead and they consult your bones to tell my future, which is crystal clear. Because I'm part of the Laser Time Network. And you can go to lasertimepodcast.com and you can find all, you can find something to suit all of your podcast needs. Well, there are a lot of other podcasts. I'm here mainly to pimp Vigigame Apocalypse. Not important. Not important. Escape Crisis, it's a show about comic bookery. I'd imagine Palooka Joe. Yeah, maybe maybe some Sugar Man. He's probably in there. Those are great comics, by the way. I think someone dropped, once dropped a Hagger the Horrible into my world. How, how can we forget Hagger the Horrible? I'm assuming he's in there in a the book somewhere. Uh, maybe a collection from Nickelodeon Magazine. That's probably what they talk about all the time. Highlights. It just the list goes on and on. Yeah, that makes sense. But people should still subscribe to Video Game Apocalypse on iTunes and rate review it. Leave us five stars. Ah, I see what you're saying about the iTunes, but I really think your vested interest would be better spent on something like uh, VG Empire or Cheap Pop Gas or buying things through the Amazon links on Laser Time. That's Podcast. also that's also true. But yeah, yeah. By the way. Uh, you can pick up How to Duck on Standard Definition DVD right there. The best movie I ever wrote that no one made into a movie. Oh, that's a damn shame. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, they made someone else's script into a movie, and it was pretty fucking good. I mean, you saw it, right? Like, Tim Robbins flies around with a fucking midget with a beak. It's fantastic. <laughs> of course, somebody dropped that shit into my warrant, too. Why not? Yeah. Along with an SDTV. There's... <laughs> I have seen the doctors about some SDTVs later. I know, I get those all the time. It's like these big sores on my paws, and somehow that's sexually transmitted. I don't, I don't really get it. Wait, why are my S- SDTVs the shape of paws? Look at my phallus. Oh, my God. Have you been sticking? Is that what's been sticking into the hole in my warrant? I feel violated and ashamed. I assumed it was some sort of really gross sausage that somebody was putting in there for me to eat. I've been gnawing on it, man. I have to go console myself in Luigi's Mansion. Take your glass pants with you. Eat a disease dick. <laughs> I already have. Uh, there's a few other ways you can support the show. You can tell a friend about us. You can comment, post on the forums, tell the host what you do and don't like about it, as long as it's Duke Lombardi and not me. And again, if you want to buy a t-shirt from Video Game Apocalypse or one of the other shows that Duke was talking about, it's store.lasertimepodcast.com. Now back to the show.
And we're back. How about that break, everybody? That was a quality <laughs> break. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it hasn't been recorded yet, but uh, it's we'll... some lost levels of EGHs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have something in there, I'm sure. Uh, so, this is the second segment. We traditionally begin with... These are the new releases, they everything new. These are the new releases, everybody cares. It's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> So let's let's start with something that you've played, Mike, uh, which is Dark Souls Two. It's true. Is, is it true? It is. It's damn true. Oh, it's true. What's true it's about damn it? True. It's it's good. It's good. Played seventy something hours of it. Uh, wow, seventy something. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I mean, it is a direct sequel to the game, so it is very similar. The gameplay feels exactly the same. Yeah. Now you you said it was like I, I don't want to say dumbed down, but like. It's beginning at first. It's it's a bit easier. There's User a difficulty. There's a difficulty curve. There's like an actual any other difficulty. Game. Yeah, curve. it's like you yeah. start the game off, and it's very hard for you to make a terrible decision. Like, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. I think the number one decision Dark Souls that people cited as being shitty was you go to lower New Londo ruins where all the ghosts are, and they just fuck you because you can't okay. hurt them. They go through your shield, and you don't have the item you need to mm-hmm. hit them. And that's fair. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. Brett, in particular, I was talking to him about this. When he finds a hardship in a game, he keeps ramming his head against it until he fucking throws the game out yeah. the window. Yeah. As opposed to, I think the, the whole moral of that game is that when you find something that's impossible, and it looks for a different totally route, go somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't do that, it can be extremely frustrating. Yeah, I learned that in Demon Souls yes. early on. It's yes, like, yes, yeah, yes, yes, okay, yes. the thing you keep trying to do over and over and dying, you're not supposed to do that yet. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Even though it's right there in front of you, you actually have to take this different path and yes. go fight something else. Just because you can in, walk there doesn't your, mean you should. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't walk ah, toward the menacing guy with the red so face. Neighborhoods yeah. like that around us. <laughs> yeah, Don't walk hey, toward the giant hey, fucking dragon that's yeah. just sitting this around is on a rock. territory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're still <laughs> using a broken sword, you know. Maybe maybe yeah. cool it out and uh-huh. hit the zombies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, it's definitely you start off. Uh, it's pretty viable in any direction you go in the start. Uh, yeah, my biggest complaint about the game, I think, was the world doesn't feel quite as cool as it did in Dark yeah. Souls. It's, you, men- you mentioned that that it's it's you, because the the fast travel is enabled early on, right? Yeah, this game, I think, that's a big another selling point people whined about was that uh, you didn't get to warp between bonfires until way late in the game in Dark mm-hmm. Souls, and this one you can do it immediately, and as a result, I think it encourages you to just go from point A to point B immediately, as opposed to sort of backtracking and figuring it out. Which means your kind of understanding of the world as a whole is, I think, compromised a bit. And a lot of the sort of like levels are more linear, where you kind of go. It's almost like Demon Souls, where there's like a one one, mm. a one two, a one three, and a one four. Right. And then once you reach the one four, there's no backtracking. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just a dead end with a bonfire, and you take the bonfire back to Majula, which is the hub world, and you go in a different path. Which is, I don't know, it's kind of unusual because mm-hmm. it feels a little more like, well, you're at the end of this place. And but the end result is that the the world feels like it's been less cleverly designed because they were kind of using so. the fast travel as a crutch. I think so. And I mean, I think it hurts the level design in general. And I mean, it's a weird thing to harp on, but to me it is a really big part of what makes that game fun is you explore, you wander, you figure out how everything connects together, and then once you do, the game becomes far less difficult. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Justin Towell actually wrote a pretty good piece about Dark Souls in general and how... People get stuck up on the difficulty aspect of it, and it's not really the point of the game. The point of the game is that you're in this cool world, and the game basically lets you do what you want to do, and it's up to you to figure out 
which direction makes the most sense for you. Because hmm. that was the most fun thing about this. Is I was playing this game, I figured out how to do things, and I talked to somebody else, and it was like, wow, you went here first? Yeah, mm-hmm. because the game lets you. You want to go mm-hmm. to the spot first? You can do it. You can get there. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, I went this way. I did it a completely different way. There's no like linear setup where it's just like, you have to go here, unlock this, go here, unlock this. And it was neat because I missed entire things. This yeah. other guy had saw and vice versa. So and my you favorite know, thing about, about the second more are you talking more about the second one or the first yeah, one? Second. Yeah, second one. Just hearing people talk about the first one, everybody had a unique experience and didn't do the same thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's weird too because like my biggest hang up is that I'm kind of playing a game nobody else is ever going to play because it is a sort of non-online version of the game that has no guide or anything available. So mm-hmm. everything you're doing is just you kind of flailing around in the dark trying to find where you're going and what you're doing. And the only way to interact with people is you find other reviewers that are reviewing the game and send them an email and go, hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they tell you, oh, well, it's this and this and this. And they're like, oh. And then you tell them something and they're like, yeah. wow, really? It's like being 10 again. It is. There's like a mutual excitement to it that makes it a lot I of hope fun. I know somebody who knows something about this game. Like having <laughs> yeah. to wonder that again. You can email the Japanese developers, but they just say, please look forward to it. Please look game. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please look forward to So are they coming out on PC day one this time? No, no, no. no. It's April. in April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of smart. I'll never forget. I think there's also talk of it being released on next gen, hmm. which mm-hmm. if it's coming out for PC, hmm. there's really no reason it shouldn't. That's they have true. not announced That's that true. or have said anything. Mm-hmm. This is pure speculation. But like again, I would like to clarify: I have no inside track on this. This is raw speculation, mm-hmm. but it would make total sense if it's you're a making it for, for a podcast. Content. You're hired <laughs> <laughs> legally <laughs> in the clear. The raw podcast speculation. Yes. raw speculation. Yeah. I remember talking to. Uh, I forget who it was. It was like the president of From Software or lead producer or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, why, why did you decide to port this to PC? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't play on PC. I don't understand why anybody would want to play on PC. America uh, Namco's pitch. making us port it to you gotta PC. you got to appreciate that honesty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the first time I saw this game, it was on PC. So it's, I think, a native mm-hmm. PC game. Mm-hmm. And it was... I don't want to say it was ported to consoles. It looks great. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's wasn't, it wasn't, probably wasn't native PC. It just developed on one. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, anyway. Did uh, you, oh, did you read David Houghton's article? Yes. Today? I'm sorry. I said it was Justin Tell. You're right. It was David Houghton. I, that was amazing. It's good. I it, mean, it was, a, it was, I guess I've never, I read, I remember reading the reviews and I've heard. That's the point I've tried to convey to everybody that hates on the game or gets frustrated or with calls it. calls it brutal. It's like, well, it, it's not. It's just like what you think about when, what you think, when you, when you think you're dying, it's actually creating another rewarding thing for you to do in yeah. retrieving your well, souls. Well, the whole design of it is in total opposition to how modern game design yeah. works. And I think that point is made up a million times, but, his, but it's his, important to stress because... His thesis was it's not brutally difficult. It's actually actually very good at holding your hand into having one of the most rewarding experiences you can have. It's incredibly rewarding. I think he downplays mm-hmm. the difficulty aspect of it a bit because it is mm-hmm. more challenging than the average game for sure. But it was like, it was interesting mm-hmm. to think when you die, you lose your souls and yeah. part of the fun is is retrieving your souls before dying again. So you have to go back where you went, right. be more careful uh-huh. because there's something else on the line. I don't know. I thought right. there, it was a, it's a gamble for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I don't know, it's like... I think people also get caught up in the fact that liquid souls that you have on you are that important. They're really not. I mean, you get those souls and you, if you're not an idiot, you just go back and level up. Mm-hmm. And you level up or you spend them on some items. You spend them on something that can't be taken away from you when you die. So David Hutton's an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah, David Hutton. <laughs> Jesus, no, David. It's, it's a good day. article. It's a good <laughs> But yeah, um... It was really fun. It was a, a good explanation, I think, because I had forgotten what the actual gameplay was like. I've just seen you guys show me fan videos for the last two years. Right. 
And I, I forgot what it actually was. I keep meaning to get to it, but it was a very compelling argument for what makes the game special. Right. It's yeah. The other thing too is that one of my complaints about the game was that because they put that uh, the warping thing in there, mm -hmm. you actually can't level up with the bonfires like you could in Dark Souls. You have to go back to Majula, which is the hub world, every single time and talk to the Emerald Maiden. So just a superfluous load time or something. It, it is. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. There's no reason you should have to do that, and it, it undermines the entire process of fast travel, which is to reduce time spent doing something redundant. Mm -hmm. And personally, I don't think the backtracking in Dark Souls was that bad because it taught you how everything connects together mm -hmm. and it immerses you in the world a little mm -hmm. bit more. This game, it undermines that and then it makes you go back arbitrarily to navigate through some menus to go to this place to spend your souls to then immediately warp back to the place you were. It's stupid. It's a mm -hmm. bad design decision and it hinders the game in a lot of ways. Maybe we'll get patched. Who knows? Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. Again, though, I really did like this game. It's fucking great. Dark mm -hmm. Souls is great. Uh, this game feels great the character design is beautiful certain parts of the world are just gorgeous mm -hmm. everything is still creepy and weird the characters are a little nicer a little nicer than usual but it's still good there's a lot of cool interplay because i think the game fucks with your expectations because it knows that if you've played this game before you have certain like there's a character in the previous game who when you free him from a cell mm -hmm. he comes out of the cell and he starts killing npcs hmm. and if you don't know that you're gonna find a bunch of fucking dead people that are dead forever in your game and you're like who did this and why and you will not know <laughs> and, and they fuck around with that because there's a couple NPCs that could be that guy in this game and you talk to each one of them and each one of them basically points the finger at the other one mm. so you're left to be like fuck which one of you assholes is gonna fucking kill some mission critical NPC and really fuck me over but <laughs> yeah it's fun so you ended up we, we messed with the score a little bit on mm. this and that you we're going to give it an 8.5, and then you saw that we gave Dark Souls 1, we meaning OXM, gave yes. Dark Souls 1 an 8.5. So you're like, okay, well, if that's if Dark Souls 1 is an 8.5 here, then I'm going to uh, bump it down to 8. Yeah. So what what is Dark Souls 1 in your heart? I mean, I gave it a 9 for Radar, okay. and I, I, I stand by that. I think it's a fucking... It's probably my favorite game in the console generation, personally, but it is problematic in a lot of ways, and it's, I think too unappealing to a lot of people to really be mm. like a game for everybody mm. I mean in my heart it's a fucking 10 it's a perfect game I fucking love it wow it does have problems EDF baby hey you know EDF <laughs> is good 10 in your heart 10 baby. in my heart yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but this one I don't think it's quite as good it is a direct sequel like Demon Souls does not feel like Dark Souls those are different games yeah. like a lot of the template is still there but they're mm. very different this game is a direct sequel and it feels like more of Dark Souls and mm. it's great I mean, if you like the first one, you'll love this one. For fans of the genre. Well, that's always been <laughs> my question. For fans of the single game genre. Single game. Yes. I don't know if I've asked this question of you publicly before, uh -huh. but I know I've asked it a billion times. Is, uh -huh. does, uh, do you need to play Dark Souls 1 to jump into 2? No, this is a better game for someone that's never played any of these Can games Can you port your far. character over? Not that I know of, no. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. guess. That's not like a feature in like anything but like five games. Yeah. But it should uh, be a feature in? in more games. Sweet in 2? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Sweet in 2? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. I can't pronounce that, so I'm going to say yeah. no. If you got you got all 108 stars in 1, you can uh, you can find McDole in 2. Strangely, yeah. that If you were autistic in 1, you can be autistic in 2. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. You can be twice as autistic in 2. <laughs> that happened more in the PS1 generation yeah. than it did in this generation. If you have a save on file... You can actually, I was just we were just playing Strider. If you too. have a save on file, Psychomantis will comment on your there you go. taste in games. Proclivity for Konami franchises. <laughs> you like escape. <laughs> you like role playing games. You like Konami games. 
That's you like hentai. That that's one of my favorite parts of the Metal Gear Awesome. Yeah, the Ego Raptors. You, just, you like men. <laughs> <laughs> it was on his memory card. <laughs> Uh, and run. Hi. Yeah. Mm, uh, I'm 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 incredibly interested in playing. I don't know. I don't know if I should start with one or two. I have one yeah, on PC. Start with two. There, there's I've, no. I've had reason. one sitting on my shelf untouched for like two years now. I, I, there's no reason to play one over two at this mm. point. I really? Mean, huh. I, it's it's one of the. I mean, this is like the same thing with. So one should, is perfect, but you should play two instead. I mean, I come from a place where I played this game all the way through. I've played fucking, no joke, like 250 plus hours of fucking Dark Souls. Jesus Christ. So it's like, it's fucking great. But I mean, this game does work backwards in a way where each game becomes a little bit more sensical. And I think that like, <laughs> like I, if you had never played any of them, mm-hmm. don't start with Demon Souls. If you never played, you know, yeah. Dark Souls, don't start with that. Start with two. It basically okay. works its way backwards. Once you're done with Dark Souls 2, you will be so in love with the mechanics and the way the games work that it you would, will want to go back and play it. It would make two. one a little... Bit more of a, a little bit easier to dive into if you played two. First. Yeah, I mean the mechanics are basically identical. Yeah. Like you, you know, yeah. But your once you're once you're in tune with how you learn, how you learn and progress through the game, you can mm-hmm. jump into one without any frustrating. Experience. Yes, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, like I, I guarantee, if you play through two, you will probably beat one. And I was going to ask about the uh, does that affect the story? But then I realized I don't care. <laughs> the story is awesome. I mean, it does the same thing the first game does, where there's really very little narrative force on you at all. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce the name of the place that it, it's set in? Drang Lake? Drang Lake. Drang Lake. See, I would have guessed Dranglaic. That's what I thought, too, but everybody says Drang Lake, so uh-huh. I say Drang Lake. <laughs> okay. So, like, but Drained Lake. Drang Lake. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like drained. Sure. Yeah. Drained Lake. Like, like Krang Drang Lake. Krang Lake. Krang Lake. Krang Lake. Krang Lake. Is my cookies? <laughs> Drake Lang. Drake Lake. Yeah. Started from the bottom. That's where no, Krang goes water skiing. Sure. <laughs> of the lake. Yeah, I mean, everybody that's played the previous game, I mean, there is a little, like, overlap between one and two where you will definitely appreciate it more if you played one, but it is in no way essential. I mean, I think, it's not spoilers or anything, but the game is set in the far future after what happened in Dark Souls, and the overarching idea is that you are in the same place. They don't ever say that, but everything is basically like, this is... The place you were in in Dark Souls 1, but it, you live in a world where it's an endless cycle. So this place is just basically a deteriorated, completely shifted version of what it was. Like yeah. Adventure Time. It's even yeah. more bleak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yes, just like Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> Only also, the real the, fans know that. <laughs> I mean, the biggest like misnomer for me, though, is that uh, the fucking Covenants in this look so cool. And with dedicated servers, all that online shit that is really cool on paper but never worked in the previous games is going to work here. That's and, what I was, uh, uh, so you, much cool you didn't shit. get to experience much of that, no, though, right? None, none at all. The servers mm. actually are not turned on for this game until like the day before retail. So, mm. Speaking of Covenants, I had a weird uh, experience trying to fact-check something in your review. In one of the, the picture captions that you sent me, yes. you're, you're like, fans of co-op will appreciate that the Brotherhood is back. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck does he mean by Brotherhood? Oh, yes. And, and so I looked it up, and... The, the the image was like uh, praise the sun praise the sun yeah. yeah so I just looked up Dark Souls Brotherhood and immediately went to Knights of the Sun yes yeah yeah but like I, I looked there's no mention of the word Brotherhood on that page huh. for whatever reason it just you type in Dark Souls Brotherhood it automatically knows exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah which is huh. really weird you just made fun of autistic people 
Did I? You did, and now here's your shorthand like, that doesn't like make sense to the rest of the ago. universe. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> hypocrite. That's true, that's true. I know, you're right. I mean, in this case, I am a little... Hypocrite. I am a little... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I like that shot. That shot came out nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, basically, the Covenant's are really cool. I mean, th- there's lots of them. I haven't found all of them. They're all fucking obscure. Like, there's a guy who sits in a chair with a fucking rag over his head and refuses to Easy. look at you, and he's like, you do not possess the power for darkness. Leave me be. And... That's it. And it's like, how do I get this guy to want me? It's like, who knows? So every NPC Bring in this game flowers. is autistic. Be thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, pretend like you don't want him. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. another guy who's a fucking old dude in a wheelchair, and he just sits in like a room with like fucking acid pits and like these horrible basilisk things that curse you. And he's like, I see the potential in you, but not yet. And then he vanishes. I don't know where he goes. But apparently the four-foot-long rat was really exciting. The four-foot-long rat is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the, the, DLC, the, rat. the DLC, you walk by, the, you pay for it, you walk by those guys and like, oh, nice job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a, a cover of the rat and it's basically... You know, 199 compliments included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Encouragement DLC. Yeah. Nice. Hey, sword. it's the hero, everybody. <laughs> Here he comes. Here comes the guy. That's yeah. a pretty cherry scabbard. <laughs> But yeah, the Rat Covenant is super cool because the Rat King is basically a disgusting-looking four-foot-long rat. He's earned it. And he just talks like, Hello, I'm the king of the rat. <laughs> Do you wish to be one of my minions? Like, no affectations or anything. He's just a fucking British guy talking. And you join his covenant, and it's cool. There's two bosses. There's the Royal Rat Vanguard, which is a room. <laughs> And you basically get fucking swarmed by rats endlessly. And there's one rat who has like a little fucking mohawk on his back. And you have to find him in the sea of rats that's biting you. And he's ah. the one you have to kill. If you kill any other ones, they fucking just keep he, He's the mohawk the gremlin. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking boss fight is cool. Uh, but yeah, the royal rat thing basically works. There's two spots in the game where if you wear the royal rat ring, you'll be, uh, you won't be summoned to someone else's place. They will mm-hmm. be summoned to your world. And you will have to kill them while they're in your world. So it's like... And this one place is basically Indiana Jones fuckfest trap asshole joint. (laughs) Where you spend these little Pharaoh's Lockstones to basically block shortcuts, spawn more enemies, make like these statues, throw fucking axes. And none of the NPCs attack you. So when someone comes into the zone, if they get fucking... If you have your ring on, they'll get summoned into your game and then have to complete that part of their game in your world... And it may be infinitely harder with all the dumb Ugh. bullshit that you've unleashed on them. Oh my <laughs> so, god. <laughs> it's pretty fucking man. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I respect Dark Souls, but the last ten minutes have sounded like a goth kid explaining his journal. Like <laughs> <laughs> It is, yeah. yeah. You're not invited to the covenant. I'ma fucking kill you with my rat <laughs> ring on Dave. <laughs> yeah, you know, my four foot rat friend doesn't want you in the covenant. <laughs> Read He's my really blog. cool. I, I like rats because it makes me quirky and vice versa. <laughs> you were hereby exiled from the Brotherhood. <laughs> Why don't you go join the Covenant of the Blue, you fucking noob? <laughs> so Titanfall Titanfall. is also out today, finally. God, what am I supposed to do? It really should have been out uh, when the Xbox One launched for a variety of reasons. Mm. Correct. Um, I, I think reviewers... I, I actually have no idea what other reviewers are going to give it, but I know I probably would have been a little more forgiving with it yeah. if it had come out at launch. But uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm. Titanfall is like Call of Duty with jetpacks and giant robots and is fucking fantastic. It's, really it's good, super fun. If you've played the beta, you know this already. Truth. But 
you're, you're playing as a pilot, and you get to run around and jump and do double jumps with a jetpack, and you get to bounce off buildings and wall run Crazy. and hide inside the buildings and take pot shots at giant hulking titans, and you get to have your own titan, and when you call it down from the sky, like... It took me a long time to think, like, this is... like The the lead paragraph of my review is about how empowering it is mm-hmm. every single time to call down your Titan mm-hmm. and h- jump inside. And it's like, after writing it, I thought about it, it's like, it's like Popeye opening a can of spinach. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. It's, it's just like, okay, now I'm a fucking badass. I will fuck up everything. I'm call down my Titan. And yeah. Anytime you're just a regular shit. soldier, you're just like, meh, meh, <laughs> but it's it's still I don't know it still make it does make for a more interesting multiplayer experience because yeah well I mean that, that's all there is to it that the whole, that hall, but that hallway and drop shit that was in like every <laughs> run through a corridor crouch shoot that's it and, yeah. the, and the idea of like oh I'm in a hallway that means I can wall run up yeah. I can be in the four story of this of this building yeah. in two seconds big yeah. big open maps mm-hmm. super fun to navigate fifteen maps and uh, even like I. I went to a review event and basically did nothing but play the shit out of it for two days straight and you know I, I got a little bit numb but like on the second day it was coming up with maps that I hadn't seen before it's like wow this is really pretty why didn't it have this in the initial rotation mm-hmm. like yesterday but is it not an attrition map yeah or? that's a great looking grill why doesn't know. mine look like them? <laughs> <laughs> okay Samson's reference yes. sure yeah. I, should just, I should just take that for granted mm-hmm. by now but I, I do have some issues with it like okay main game super fun but like for really extended play I kind of feel like it's maybe going to get old like I like mm-hmm. I said I played the shit out of it for two days and I don't have any immediate impulse to jump back in because I feel like I've pretty much seen and done what it has to offer it's you know it has five modes mm-hmm. total attrition and pilot hunt which are basically the same thing mm-hmm. except attrition you get points for killing Pilots, Titans, and the computer-controlled grunts. Mm -hmm. I want to say something about the grunts for a second, because they're what make Titanfall's uh, matches feel more like battlefields than just (laughs) like skirmishes between 12 players. Mm -hmm. Because while you've got six other players that you're hunting and fighting, you also have all these little computer-controlled dudes who are doing shit like like you'd see in uh, single-player Call of Duty, where they're like (laughs) dragging each other to safety, or you like enter a room and like one of them is executing an enemy soldier... Or vice versa, being executed mm-hmm. by an enemy that they'll like keep up a little combat chatter when you're near them, mm-hmm. and that that's really cool. And they also die really easily, so uh, you can feel it. like a badass when you're wading into enemy territory mm-hmm. and just dropping dudes left and right until you realize, like, oh, that wasn't a pilot. God damn it! I, I this really is totally empty. Enjoyed throwing a grenade into a group of them, yes. taking them all out, and earning my Titan faster. Yeah, or using yeah. the smart pistol and oh, targeting God. three of them at once and <laughs> yeah. just blap blap blap, all three drop. Aside from attrition, you've got pilot hunt, which you it's team deathmatch, but you only get points for killing pilots when they're out of their titans. There's tight, uh, last titan standing, which is everybody spawns in a titan. I like that mode a lot. Yeah, it's, it's super fun. Everybody spawns in a titan. Uh, you get to keep playing after your titan blows up because you eject, but you don't get another titan, and once you die, you're out of the match. And then there's hard point uh, domination. Ghosts and goblins. Um, you started, yeah, little you started little as strong as you're going to get, uh-huh. and then the more you get hit, the more your underwear shows. Everyone that's, gets that's yeah. a reach. Yeah, <laughs> okay. okay. How many but games sure. you start at? Like from the start, you start out stronger uh, mm-hmm. than you'll be when you get yeah. hit. 
But then, then you've got Hardpoint Domination, which mm-hmm. if you don't know what Domination is, you haven't been playing multiplayer shooters very long. It's where, you know, three points. Go and hold those points mm. for no reason other than that there are points you need to hold. Mm-hmm. And um, It's a tactical apartment. Capture the flag, which is... Mm. Which is fun, <laughs> you know. It's, Begrudgingly, it's, you get, no. It's like that. That was some of the most fun I had. Actually, is just grabbing the flag and then hauling ass back to the the base. And you can you can call down your titan when you once you've got the flag and hop inside and you're protected. But like everybody's gunning for you and you're yeah. slower. And it's it's actually super fun. But like it's five modes in a sixty dollar game and multiplayer is all there is mm-hmm. so I kind of feel like this will sustain most people for a week and then they're gonna have to start making with some DLC right out the gate Isn't single player coming through DLC uh, have they talked about that I don't, know. I don't think so um, I, it has a campaign that's the mm-hmm. other thing but the campaign is nine missions which are just basically 15 minute attrition and hardpoint domination matches. And you play through these, you're you're playing against uh, enemy players who are playing through the campaign from the other side. And you, you play as the militia, and you play as the IMC, which is like Interstellar Manufacturing Corporation. And Rolls you're, right off the top. <laughs> yeah. And it just sort of drops you into this story with very little exposition. You have a vague idea of who the characters are and what their conflict is about, but only very vague. And then it just sort of unfolds completely independent of your actions like if you win or lose a match you'll still progress to the next stage and the story will be exactly the same and what one point i made in my review is uh it doesn't matter if you're mopping the floor with the opposing team if the script calls for like your side to make a desperate sacrifice and then retreat that's what's going to happen whether or not you win the match like that's that's sort of disappointing like I understand that it would be a lot of trouble to make branching narratives, but it that would be any kind of effort at all. Yeah. <laughs> but that would really? make it so much more appealing. I would play like through it multiple times. Scenes. Is there even an option on the menu to choose campaign? Or yeah. is it just like... Well, you, the you options on the menu are play campaign and play classic. Uh, so you play the campaign, and it's like it's a tutorial, basically. It, it, it gets you acquainted with the world. And then, spoiler alert, it ends inconclusively, and it's just like, oh, yeah, the, the multiplayer matches you're fighting are the continuation of this war that you've just been introduced to. And uh, or, or you can call two available 2015. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll have a plot. Uh, Kaiju, right? That's what it's got That would be cool. I don't know. I didn't really want a plot out of it. Yeah, there there are kaiju in the game really? also, and they don't do anything. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's there's, there's like a couple stages that are on this world, uh, Demeter, where there are like these huge flying uh, pterodactyl things and like these gigantic fucking dinosaurs, but they're all in the background. Like you just you see them, but they never do anything. Titanfall two. That's yeah. Yeah, that's that. Wasn't that like a thing with their art book or something? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was a, a giant trailer spoiler. where it was like, oh, there's a giant kind of dinosaur in the background. Mm-hmm. But he's Maybe just in the background. No- he's he's past the boundaries oh, where you can go. That's cool. Yeah. Why would you want to fight a giant dinosaur? Well, you need or, to buy a climb around on a dinosaur. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that part's a little disappointing, but I think for for most people, like at least the first, I don't know, ten hours or so of play, you're going to have a shit ton of fun with this mm-hmm. because it's it's super. I, I use the word exuberant in my review. It's just really fun, over the top shooting silliness. The fat guy word, but. Ex- exuberant is a fat guy word. It sounds like how you describe a fat guy. 
<laughs> He's an exuberant guy. No, I, I would say jolly is a fat jolly, guy word. Yeah. And I would not describe Titanfall as jolly. <laughs> but it is exuberant. It's a fat guy game. <laughs> now, Titanfall is for fat guys, man. <laughs> hey, it's just for us You fat don't guys. understand. You're not a fat guy. You wouldn't understand pencil neck. Yeah. Watching my fat guy game. <laughs> <laughs> Watching uh, my fat guy game, honey. <laughs> it's just the, the first multiplayer shooter game. I like. I have to buy instantly, and I was. Yeah. I was like in Microman completely had me completely sold in Dark Souls too, like two seconds ago. Like shit. Which one? I I, I played Titanfall the beta for more than ten hours. Well, you have to justify your idiotic Xbox One purchase. Hey, come on, <laughs> come on. I've also bought a 360 this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, well. you unlock you unlock a lot of stuff uh, as you're playing through Titanfall and leveling mm-hmm. up, but it's all just sort of like, oh, here's a new gun, mm-hmm. here's a new cosmetic thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Here, here's here's a new piece of kit. It's it's all just character mods. So aside from that, mm-hmm. what you get at the beginning of the game is what you're going to get through the whole game. It's sort of like Call of Duty multiplayer that way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you're happy going in. And like, okay, this this first match is basically what the entire game is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Then good, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that sounds horrible, then I don't know. I just, maybe I wait ha- for a price ha- drop. From what I th- I believe in my heart, uh-huh. most people who buy Call of Duty games are buying it for that very reason. Yeah, and uh, probably and, and we all play the single player because it's it's fun to write about and it's fun mm-hmm. to read. But it ultimately is, doesn't ha, has never really mattered to the Call of Duty audience. It was yeah. about the multiplayer. Well, I guess, you know, I, I like a feeling of progression. I, I think I we like a feeling of, of accomplishment. You know, yeah. like we, watching a progress bar go... <laughs> <laughs> you don't, it's you, not quite the same after the 30th time. You ain't sure. prestige! It, no, it's, it's that we don't have the time to invest in the multiplayer, so mm-hmm. we play the single player to mm-hmm. look for a rewarding experience. And that... Mm, I agree. And I, but I mean, I still play yeah. Counter Strike, and I've you played Counter Strike for fucking fifteen years. Dude, we should play Counter Strike uh, again. It's but it's like I, you're right though. I don't feel any particular hardcore urge to do it, but it'll mm-hmm. happen. I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, and I'll sit down and have a nice forty-five minutes with the game every yeah. couple months for every year since the game came out. <laughs> well, I think I, I I'm gonna sound wishy-washy about mm-hmm. this, but if you care about online shooters at mm-hmm. all. Like, you need to have this. Mm-hmm. This needs to, like, just do a digital download. Have it permanently on your Xbox One mm-hmm. or PC. Where um, are you going to play it? I'm going to play it on Xbox One. Grim? On Expo. Uh, I don't own an Xbox One, so... But Michael convinced me that uh, I should probably buy one and then uh, <laughs> write it off as a tax dividend. Because mm, yeah, you're a freelancer mm-hmm. now. It's true. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> you should totally do it. <laughs> but... Yeah, the the 360 version is also coming out. I two weeks who cares? Later. Two nope. weeks later. Cares? Yeah, Fuck I have it. to say I'm a little suspicious of that. I don't I don't want to prejudice anybody, uh, least of all myself, against the game. Mm. But it's being handled by a different developer, mm-hmm. and they have not shown like screenshot one from the 360 mm. version. It's all been Xbox One. I I it probably isn't that bad. It's that they're porting it, and they have to mm-hmm. follow the lead of the lead platform. Yeah. So they have to wait until the other guys are done. Remember how fun Need for Speed Rivals was on last gen? Oh, oh. <laughs> not. <laughs> I'd never played it, but uh, it's not great good. on X- it's Xbox. Not good. It's not good. Look for me cruising around there in my pink uh, Miata with the. Tyson's plate butt sex. Man, keeping it subtle. It's spelled interestingly. Speaking of new releases, South Park, the sick of truth, was last last week. Yeah. Silly goose. I was was segueing that into the flagrant joke and my disdain 
For South Park. Let's not get into that. Why not? Because uh, it's not worth arguing. Jerk I, I will not be changed. Uh, no, and I know most people hate me for it. Well, so. That's I, I will say I think Titanfall's formula wouldn't be that difficult to replicate on Xbox mm. One. I mean, the, huh. the fun of that game is down to its gameplay. And I think it would be kind of difficult to fuck that up. Mm-hmm. And if it is fucked up, those people should be dragged out and beaten. There are certain things, like, (laughs) I found myself going online, like, uh, what can I do a little better in learning about how to, like, maintain your momentum when um, hitting the ground Mm -hmm. was pretty goddamn interesting. It Mm -hmm. it reminded me a lot of, sorry, I bring it up all the time, Monster Hunter. Like, the game, things the game doesn't tell you right (laughs) away. Things the game doesn't tell you right away, but the more you play with it, the more you learn. And spawning a titan a certain way and jumping into it from a certain angle Mm -hmm. where you slide in very quickly as opposed to opening a door and slamming a door shut is super rewarding. The titans are, like, all around the best things ever. Yeah. In that... Aside from the empowerment you get from entering one, when you exit one for any reason, yeah. or if you just leave it sitting there, mm-hmm. uh, it has an autonomous AI, yep. and it will just get up and start shooting at enemies on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've just summoned a helper droid to, to go and fight things in the, the background. It's really useful in capture the flag situations, mm-hmm. where if you're, if you're in one, you have to get out and run into mm-hmm. a building to drop the flag. Mm-hmm. And so you, you get out, and your Titan is... Guarding the door mm-hmm. while you're in there dropping but off dumber. the flag. Yeah, dumber. But mm-hmm. my Titans sur- seem to survive longer without me in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyler said the same thing. He, yeah. he would he would have it run around after him and do uh-huh. a bunch of dirty work. Yeah, and they'll they'll follow you. Yeah. They'll, they'll they'll and if you get too close, they'll like just kind of pause and like stoop down like they want you to get back in them. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you so much. But <laughs> I they're, the port they're ultimately they're ultimately disposable. And this mm-hmm. is one of the things I love most is that even when they blow up, when you have to eject, that is also one really of the best cool. feelings in the game. Yeah. Because you eject and it's, it goes through this ejection sequence mm-hmm. where you like look down at your controls and you blast out and you go like 30 feet up in the mm-hmm. air and then you come down slowly and I mean falling damage doesn't kill you it doesn't no. hurt you at all in this and what I love to do oh, time double jump uh, yeah what I love to Fuck do me. is you come down from the eject mm-hmm. and you land right on the shoulders of the titan that just blew up your <laughs> titan and then you rip off that fucking panel on his back yeah. and you start blasting away at is him. there a way to get someone off you like yes well, the, the thing is, like when you're in the Titan and somebody uh-huh. climbs on, you can you hear like a clanking no, above it, you, it's a and then it says, "Yeah, there's a somebody on top of your Titan." You suggest you get off and get rid of is on top of you. There's so, a snake in my boot. Yeah, so you you exit, and then you that's can the you can shoot them off if they don't notice that you've exited. But that's the only way. Like, there's no yeah. But well, no, the, uh, there's there's another though. yeah the electric smoke. Uh, you you deploy that and stand still for a second, and it will immediately kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that if you've unlocked that after mm-hmm. a few levels, never got it. Uh, the the other thing about exiting though is it's possible to set that up as an ambush tactic, in that you can hop on somebody's back, and if, if you notice, like the thing is, like you, you have to go through this whole long animation. So if they get out yeah. while you're doing that, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you can't let go very easily. Yeah, but if they get out. After you've done that, you can immediately like you you can just go through the animation, get out, wait for them to get out, and or, or jump off, wait for them to get out, and then just shoot them the second they exit the mech. That happened mm-hmm. to me a shit ton of times. Mm-hmm. So that's a totally viable tactic. Mm-hmm. I think the thing I always noticed was working really well was that most good players would have their Titan, mm-hmm. and they would have other people around them. If they were not Titans, yeah. they would be squad members. They would mm-hmm. always be in a team. 
Because if you rodeo somebody and there is any other enemy in the area, yeah. you are just sitting there doing yeah. jack shit, and you can get killed uh-huh. real fast. Real fast, really yeah. I got shot yeah. off by other Titans a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's so much fun. Like, I don't really even is. care is if I super die. duper fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yes. I mean, you respawn almost instantly. I was uh, entertained, too, because I killed myself the first time I did that because I used my anti-Titan gun, mm-hmm. which apparently shoots tiny rockets. Yeah. And well, there's a bunch of anti-Titan guns. There's yeah, like yeah. four, I think, you can unlock. Right, but I use the one that's basically it's a free firing one. It isn't like right. the yeah the auto lock not one. the shitty auto. So one. it has yeah. splash damage, mm-hmm. and when you're point blank shooting something with a splash damage yeah. gun, guess what? You're dead. Yeah, I learned that after about ten times. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I shouldn't I shouldn't use my anti titan weapon when I'm up close. I should just unload with yep. bullets. Those work fine. I man. learned that, and it's it's like it's totally worth it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. If I could take this titan down, if I see the little biohazard bar yeah. up there. I, also, pro tip, if the if you're doing that, and you'll see the energy meter mm-hmm. for the Titan while yeah. you're doing it, if it turns striped, yeah. that's your cue to jump off, because the Titan's doomed, it's going to yeah. blow up no matter what you do. That's so, my favorite thing, done. is that when he's doomed, if you melee attack him in a Titan, oh, yeah. that's when rip you rip them out of the fucking thing and throw him in nice. the trash. Yeah. Which is my favorite thing on Earth, just to be like, goodbye. <laughs> my or rip thing. off their arms and then like hit them with the arms. That would be pretty great, yeah. too. Was something you do that. Really? Yes, Ooh, that's that an animation. The beta. <laughs> well, it is in the final game. I, uh, that was one of my favorite things I was mentioning earlier. Just that it's it's ruined the boring ground game of the modern oh, yeah. shooter. Mm-hmm. It's get high, get low, be sneaky. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to go back to something like COD after yep. that. Yeah. Yep. That's that's my favorite part about the game too. Is like you said earlier, it's like it's a perfect blend between COD's kind of arcade gameplay, but it's not as claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. The maps are just big enough to where there's maneuverability and you can move around. Yeah, but it's not overwhelmingly big like Battlefield can be right. sometimes, where it's like. I'm literally running for 10 minutes seeing no other person to get a good vantage point. Yeah, if you, you spend 10, 15 minutes on a map, you will get a pretty good sense for everything that's in that space. Yeah. I mean, you might, you might play it again and realize, like, oh, I didn't go in this building. Oh, there's, like, this whole little vantage point of tunnels in My here. My favorite that I thing use. was finding, like, it's almost like, what are those F Zero boost zones mm-hmm. where, like, it's finding that perfect line through the level? Yeah. It's almost like a racing game in that way where it's like you look for. Where can I maximize the wall run so that I don't ever fucking yeah. touch the ground and I get right to the choke point? Like, that is really it's, a cool it's, piece how of How can design. I falcon punch this mech? Basically. What is yes. it like uh-huh. if you jump before you hit jump right when you hit the ground or let go of? You kind of skate for a second. You skate. You yeah. ski a little bit hmm. and you you're, you maintain your momentum. And when you do learn that, it's, man, it is super cool. Hmm. Just breaking necks, man. That's all I want to do. You said go snake cloak. as a Mario Kart reference. Was that a Mario Kart reference? I meant to or say tr- ski. You had tribes. the correct term. Yes. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's wave both. dash. You wave dash. For yes. <laughs> uh, super excited for that. Yeah. 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 It's it's totally worth it. Mm. Totally worth buying. Uh, it has some problems, but uh, as, as you said in your Plants vs. Zombies review, mm. we live in a world where things like DLC and updates exist. Yeah. I fully expect it to get more maps, more modes mm-hmm. pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So absolutely worth the investment. Exactly. Why uh, didn't they make a special edition of Xbox One? I don't know. I don't know. That's, I don't know. That's stupid. I was, there was one that. that got sent to respawn. You can see a physical, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, physical version. I would have bought that shit like, like that. Well, every, I think everybody who buys an Xbox One after it comes out mm-hmm. pretty much gets Titan Titanfall, right? They do. Yeah, yeah. they but should. It's a, pa- yeah. it's a downloadable packet, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It should be. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think it no, is. Is it? Yeah. 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 Yes, it is. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Saturn, but it's a five, I think. It's a black. It's a regular black. Xbox One with hmm. the download. Fuck you. Nice. I, I love that Titanfall. That fucking edition looks great. It looks awesome. I, th- I, I As a hardware, I'm just, I'm, I hate fucking Xbox One. I think it looks ugly as shit. I don't think you could have a better pack-in than Titanfall, honestly. Yeah. Like, that is... 
if you want to justify a, a single game that justifies buying I want to the justify console. justify my tax write-off. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> or that Japanese knack pack in for yeah. PS4. <laughs> <laughs> so another game that came out actually last week, but we didn't talk about it, was uh, Walking Dead Season 2, Ooh. Episode 2. Yes. Uh, Which House Divided. House Divided. Um, <clears throat> so I'm trying not to spoil Season 2 all that much. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's always weird to tackle spoilers when it comes to Walking Dead in general, but I'm going to assume anybody who has not, like, rampantly just skipped past this part, you've probably at least played season one. I got to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. In in this episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... So I'm, I'm guessing Lee comes back in this one, yes, because so Clementine's he, like, uh, I thought you were dead. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do like that he's the Damon Lindelhoff of the opening previously on Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lee's still there. And he still, he still introduces all the Hulu pl- Plus things <laughs> you're watching. <laughs> the, pro- the following is w- brought to you by CL. WWE Smackdown <laughs> is brought to you by Nachos. <laughs> Enjoy Nachos. <laughs> But uh, so you can make them in the microwave. <laughs> How I Met Your Brother is brought to you by Spanish Fly every time. Um, I mean, so season one of The Walking Dead was it was all about a group just trying to like get to a place and survive. And what I think so season two is starting to become more what uh, the show and the comic is about, mm. which are like, you're uh, you, yeah, you start and you're with this group, but then. Uh, you start to meet other groups, mm-hmm. and there's sort of a greater conflict arising. And basically, it's it's a little bit weird because you're playing as Clementine, who's an 11 year old, who has to sort of navigate all of these groups and mm-hmm. like adults. Yeah. Uh, so you meet this other group, and you find out that they've got grain you need, but you've got catgut on a on a stick spear throwers that can help them hunt for meat that is lacking in their diet. So yes. you so set like up a rudimentary trade and discover diplomacy and then you start building cities and establishing trade routes and sending your soldiers out to pacify barbarian villages. This but sounds yes. an awful Was like civilization. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that's what I really like about um, uh-huh, episode two, two is that it, it's like it's Clementine yeah. working with these various group mm-hmm. dynamics. So it's like People that you just met in the first episode of season two, and you don't quite know how to talk with them, and mm-hmm. then there's like other groups that you're interacting with because you're with this group and they're they're meeting these other people. Yeah, and um, there's like there's um, people that you may have met before, and it's just a, it's. It's a lot of weird group dynamics that you sort of have to like balance against each other, and and, and the idea that the protagonist is a child, yeah, and, and like I've I've always I'm a huge fan of the Walking Dead comics, and it's yeah. always the best when you're not comfortable, yeah. and they're introducing sides, and I'm like, I'm a kid, yeah, I can't pick a side, mm. I'm not comfortable either way, but I have to make a decision. And they gave away something pretty big in the trailer, which kind of annoyed me. And yeah. It's like, you know, they didn't give it away directly, but mm-hmm. like just from the dialogue of the characters, like, oh, that's yeah. what's going on. Okay. Oh no, I forgot at the end of the the teaser for this. this yeah. The episode I haven't finished is like you're about to be dead. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, finished it yet. Um, so does this does this does this episode tie in with 400 Days at all? They all do. It, it so this like but the first one didn't directly. That was yeah, that was the big did thing it? about. Mm-hmm. The first episode of the second season didn't really tie into much. Like mm-hmm. there would be various little like things you would say, like 
oh, Lee did this, or, like, right. this happened to this person. No, some of those and people it, were at the gas station, and some of those other people who were killed yeah. were part of 400 Days. But the, 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 One of them who was killed yeah, was part I know, of 400 but it's all, Days. But, like, it does tie into 400 Days. Well, well but not, not in a direct, yeah. like, my choices in 400 Days made a difference. Well, here, I, you're right. right. Okay, I don't think, I don't, you're right, I, I, I don't really... I didn't desire 400 days to, like, carry over in anything. It was just sort of All like right. a weird introduction. So everybody you meet in one second in the uh-huh. second season has a backstory that you understand. Yeah. Right. That's really cool. So like, Yeah, I'm just, I... I'm just wondering if we see more of that in mm. this episode. So, but, yeah. But like, you didn't play as Clementine. So, like, the first, the first episode of season two was kind of like a... It was like setting a table. Uh-huh. Maybe you didn't play season one at With all. With human meat? Yeah. Oh! Possibly made from legs. But... Yeah, the great thing about the uh, episode two is that it pulls from it pulls from decisions you made in just about every episode oh. from season one wow. and four hundred days. So like you'll you'll see ramifications like way across the board, and it's pretty awesome. I didn't finish four hundred days. Uh, four hundred days is great. Yeah, I, go back and finish it. It takes like an hour. Yeah, no, no, but it was like two was already out by the time I was playing. I only had forty five minutes. Uh, did did did. <laughs> Editing Cave Crisis, you know my, you know my girl. Literally every chapter in 400 Days is like 15 minutes each, mm-hmm. and you get a, an entirely different story, and you get an entirely different, like, almost at Walking Dead level, like, what do I do here kind of yeah. insane choice. And there's a lot of that in episode two of season two. There's, it's a, it, it, it's pretty crazy. There's life and death, life and death decisions. Mm-hmm. There's, like, minute decisions, like, in season one when you had to go through, like, the camp and decide who to give, like, um, candy, bar candy to. bars to. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a decision on that level. I need to keep up my strength, too. Maybe I'll eat next week. <laughs> yeah. There's a decision. Come on! Yeah. Get on a tree! <laughs> it, it's, it, it's crazy how they mix, like, the life and, life and death. Minute, but still, like thing that will like rack your brain for like five ten minutes while you just sit there and be like who do i side with in this yeah stupid little petty thing yeah where i'm at now it's like i don't want to side with anybody yeah and 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 what my favorite part about it is that for some reason it's easier for me to say curt dialogue with clementine than it is for for lee yeah like what business is it of yours I did have one. Yeah, well, you've got more to defend with, with a little Clementine. bit. A little yeah. bit. It's like yeah. it's like I don't want to answer that question because I'm fucking eleven. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. I did have. There's one section of this game of episode two where I think I probably had like eight dialogue choices to make, mm-hmm. and I think six of them I just was like, I ain't saying shit. And I never did that with Lee. I was always like, come on now, we yeah. all got to work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because like. <laughs> I watched the show and it's like you see uh, the main character's son, yeah. and it's just like that to me feels like that. Carl, Carl, because <laughs> Carl is like the fucking most asshole, <laughs> shitty ass because yeah. he's the first generation <laughs> raised in the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. which is you are a completely empathy-free uh, survivalist. That- Dave will attest that the way the comic deals. I don't know how the show deals with that, but the, the children who grow up in this apocalypse, that arc yeah. in the comic, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, I like seeing it because it's like it's it seems realistic to me. Where it's like yeah. the fact that you're way more badass than your dad because your dad still clings to the morality yeah. of a world that no yeah. longer exists. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's a crazy thing. But yeah, I don't know. That that's how I feel. I'm gonna have to play Clementine. It's just 
Fuck you. you Eat a dick. I Don't was, touch my hat. I think I found it via a net. No, and maybe you I'll fucking it. kill you. <laughs> but uh, Rick Grimes' dad jokes. I don't know what the link was. Oh, yeah. But it was so good. fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> it's just I think the scene is like after their mom dies or something. It's him talking to Carl. And he's just like making this face at Carl. And Carl's like really sad. <laughs> it's just him telling the shittiest dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. I'll send you the link so you can put it in the article. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's also a dialogue option in episode two where you can just made, make dad jokes with Clementine. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what do you call a man hanging on a wall with no arms or no legs? Art. Yeah, but like the final note in, the, in this infographic we're talking about is that Andrew Lincoln guy just screaming into a crying child's face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Walking Dead. It so is it wonderful. is the best episode since um, see, uh, season one, episode three, Four. Ooh, which is where that was where the shit hit, hit the fan in, in season one. Mm-hmm. Duck, yeah, duck, duck, oh, and yeah. the um, oh, Lily at the side of the road and Katya, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just like everything that could go wrong going wrong. Yeah, and it's not even like everything goes wrong in episode two. It's just that so much crazy shit can happen and that it it feels like things will escalate further which is mm-hmm. awesome because i think i feel like with season 1 after episode 3 it was like it went down a little bit with episode 4 mm-hmm. and kind of plateaued in episode 5 but i feel like it it will just go upwards which is pretty amazing nice yeah is it on vd yet <laughs> uh, 2016. It will be early, early 2016. Early to mid. Early to mid. Maybe late. First season's on Vita. No reason to assume the second one won't be. The second one's already on fucking iPad. Yeah. yeah. It's like a couple I, I don't weeks. Know, well, it's because it'll make point. money there. I don't know yeah. what my <laughs> <laughs> true. What, true. what my aversion is to playing it on iPad. Because I feel like it, it works would, it would translate so much really better. Well. It's touch screen. Like, it really does. Yeah. Like it, it works really well. It loses very little in the transition from uh, HD platforms mm-hmm. to, to iPad. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just. I mean, it's a little bit easier in that you're just tapping shit rather than like mashing buttons or but it moving is that the weird cursor around. Where I was playing episode two, season two, episode two, I'm like, oh, I gotta walk again. Yeah. Like I wanted to make a decision. I didn't. Want, I didn't want to. I didn't want, want to walk navigate, around. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. That's a fair, fair thing. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, there's actually a little bit of news to talk about this week. Mm. So. Jack Tretton uh, has announced that he's leaving yeah. Sony, which is crazy because who am I going to laugh at at E3 now? <laughs> now, I love that guy. He's He, he kind of gave Sony a very amiable he did. Uh, face. And yeah, yeah I, I made a joke earlier today that it's like, what is is it now that things are back on the upswing? He's like, you know, I really like apologizing at E3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to deal with success, so I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. The way I looked at it, like, did you just fire my uncle? <laughs> Uncle Jack. Yeah. No, that's I, 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 very weird. Um, I, I don't know. I do like the guy, and like, yeah, I don't. He's, I don't he's a very likable dude. Yeah. yeah. He's he just Jack Palmer. Hmm. The guy from Twenty Four. Oh. Yeah. But his 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 speeches are like just stifled enough to mm-hmm. not be fake. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always love that about him. Well, Here he, we are presenting a game called 
the last of them. Us, last of us. Yeah. <laughs> he has a slightly awkward charm. He did. He did. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I miss that about him. Yeah. I miss that at Sony's yeah. press conferences. It won't be the same. We'll just have to put up with Mr. Caffeine or something. Yeah. No, it's Tak Fuji. He's oh. in now. Oh, okay. More like Kaz wow. Horizon. One million <laughs> oh. processes. Kaz Hirai wow. is too busy uh, being That's CEO of Sony to yeah. have me fart in his elevator anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, don't. That hasn't aired yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's a well-known story <laughs> among our listeners. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Good luck, Jack. We, we'll miss you. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> I'm sure you'll land on your feet from your golden parachute yes. and, yeah. and, and no, platinum moon shoes. I, he's the new writer at Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, Amy Hennig is leaving Naughty Dog, yes. and the rumors are that it was because the. Uh, creative director and lead designer at uh, on Last of Us mm-hmm. uh, basically muscled her out, mm-hmm. which is a little yeah. odd. But that they want to take over the Uncharted series, so right. she had to go. Sounds like they want to be the last of whoa the writing oh, staff. Oh yeah, maybe. <sighs> Dave, that was two years. Yeah. Meanwhile, Last of Us is being made into a movie, apparently. So if anybody yes. but Josh Brolin is playing Joel, then I hope it's, it's Troy be Baker. F- Troy Baker, yeah, that'd be. Inter- he's not. He's not like physically he, very much like Joel, though. I met the man. He's he, a pretty man. He rugged, good looks, and his hair is like squeaky blonde, meaning it mm-hmm. can yeah. transfer to any color. If, oh, if I can, Robert Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> that's right, kids. <laughs> Drink orange juice, you fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. My, I don't, my I don't main frame of reference for Robert Loja is that Family Guy joke uh, where he spells his Robert name. Robert Loja. R. <laughs> L as in Loja. <laughs> o as in Loja. <laughs> Every time I think about him, and I, I wish this, the internet existed, politically incorrect with Bill Maher, he comes on, and you're here promoting Independence Day, and Bill Maher, with a panel of guests, he tore down every reason Independence Day is stupid, and Robert Loja got so... Never been on a show like this before. You come on and they tell about your movie? This is fucking bull... Is great. Like I really, <laughs> I really wish that was... And, he's, and then smug motherfucking Bill Mars like, and yeah, I guess the alien ship is Mac compatible. And like, yeah, that is the Loja. And it was, it's awesome. But <laughs> why are you being so politically incorrect? <laughs> if you've seen The Sopranos, is Feech Lamana. I love Feech oh, Lamana on The Sopranos. Yeah, he's fucking great on that. The show. guy who could not adapt. To, no. <laughs> to moving on, <laughs> who or, immediately or steals a shit ton of cars. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh. Bill Maher, he's one who's adapted to the times. Right? Oh, the best, the best Loja right? Family Guy right? joke is when Adam West, about this? Mayor Adam <laughs> West made an age joke, and it just cut to him in front of a black screen. Not okay! <laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, wow. Let's see. So um, Anne has asked me to say that Watch Dogs is coming out uh, May 27th. Mm. She announced it in our last podcast, actually, but I had to cut that because it came out prior to the announcement actually hitting. But it is coming out May 27th. They released a new trailer, so go watch that, I guess. That's two weeks after my birthday. I was watching the trailer while I was shutting down my computer, (laughs) and I saw a very compelling shotgun blast to an unarmed person's head. Ah, beautiful. Oh, yeah, I forgot forgot about this game. Yeah, this is the game you play as an asshole. Yeah, I like this (laughs) game. I'm interested in that one. It's going to be fun. Can I bring up some news? Sure. Uh, it was the most irritating. I, sorry. It, yeah. I put out a tweet. I'll repeat it here. 
I would happily make sweet, sweet love to Bubsy the Bobcat if every game starring a bird would go away. Hmm. I am tired of I am tired of birds being what defines this generation of gaming. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Only this generation of mobile gaming. Mobile gaming, fine, but like that, like that somehow. Only a generation of mobile. We gaming, never would have broken through to the mainstream if it wasn't for foul. Like that doesn't. Yeah. It just sucks. And and so and and I was bitching about that because there was an article on Polygon about there being sixty angry or sixty Flappy Bird clones a day. Are oh, I'm sure. And uh, Grim sent me this awesome article on Wired, like. Here's why. Yeah. And that was astonishing. So th- what was the gist of the article? Just the article is basically... Code Farms? Code Farms, yeah. There's a company, several companies, I'm sure, that basically sell you everything you need to make any popular game. Yes. License-free. Like, for license $100, you can make your own Flappy Bird. Yeah. Or your Cut the Rope, or your fucking Tiny Wings, or whatever the fuck, and then you just reskin it with new assets. And he, he gives you all he gives you a, tuto- a video tutorial on how to do this. It seemed like a very good business. Like, they seemed very... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, I want to do it. Yeah, I want to. I, I just don't know what to make Flappy at this point. Right. I mean, Flappy Miley has been taken. Uh, Fratty Bird. Fratty I mean, Bird. Make I, shitty turd. I, I, I crappy turd. And it's. Crappy. You, I want a crappy you tap turd. Tap it, and you get a little bit of lift, but it also makes a fart sound. Ooh. Flappy Gates. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, flappy okay. Jobs. Flappy Jobs. It's I, I'm jobs totally willing to drop. Jobs. Unless you can think of something better, I'm totally. I want to try this. shits. No, I want to try. I want to try crappy turd. That makes okay. fart noises when you tap it. Ooh, yeah, yeah, there you go. You're, you're combining two popular bottom of the barrel genres. I like here. it. Grimhead, Grimhead. <laughs> my, 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 my personal pitch is Flappy Benghazi, and it's just <laughs> the word Benghazi <laughs> flapping between. Maybe if Cranberry pipes. Maybe. Or no, Obama faces. Obama faces. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Let's go with that. Maybe a crappy turd is a success. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The this sequel. Is, it'll be later. Crappy first turd. Venture flappy into, into games. Mm-hmm. Do fl- uh, crappy turd. Flappy. Be- and I really liked yeah. your idea for Flappy Earnhardt. Flappy Earnhardt. Yeah, it's Dale Earnhardt's car, and <laughs> it crashes into the wall and explodes. If there's a way for us to get like the full video clip of Dale Earnhardt's crash to play every time you die, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> Rights free. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee I can talk to one hick out there at his fucking. Flip camera yeah. or, or like 1999 Logitech camera running when that was going. <laughs> what about Flappy Heart? Owen Hart? No, but yes. Flappy Benoit. Flappy Benoit. What's the noise when you click that when you tap the screen? Uh, Owen it, it, it's Jim Ross somberly telling the WWE audience that Owen Hart has died. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ross, what bad. a slobber knocker! Up next, yeah. Yokozuna. <laughs> so I know uh, the dates I really are. don't know where I don't I don't like to where this segment is <laughs> <laughs> This is a dark uh, bad segment. So we don't do flappy Well let's, let's take it in a more colorful direction then. Uh Shaq Fu is <laughs> apparently getting a sequel. It was put on Indiegogo. It looks so. fucking horrible. Like <laughs> it's fucking Shaq awful. Fu. Of course it's fucking horrible. It, Guys, it it's looks a sequel to one of the Shaq worst Fu. games ever. Guys, Shaq needs our money. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. He needs money. Multi-million dollar basketball player needs our money to make a video game uh-huh. for four hundred fifty thousand dollars on wanna, Indiegogo. I kind of want to find out, like afterward, like no, he took all the money and like spent it on scratch tickets or yeah. something stupid. And I honestly heard today when that announcement was made, somebody on the Street Fighter team say, "What are we gonna do?" Really, uh, what are we gonna do? you're gonna ignore it. That's what, what are we gonna, gonna do? fucking do. What are we? No, it was in all sincerity. What are we going to do? Wow. Do we move back the release date? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Jesus Christ. They, this I don't this know. is a game that 
only has survived in the minds of a generation that never played it. And Shaq. Be- because it's brought up in like every fucking listicle that it's generated just yeah. all kinds of curiosity that doesn't need to be there. It's a shitty fucking fighting game with no redeeming qualities. It does not deserve a sequel. Shaq well, and well, Pepsi Michael, are redeeming qualities. Let's not let our pessimism get the best of us. Okay. Because this game is being designed by the illustrious Big D's studio. <laughs> Big D. Fuck is that? Uh, apparently, according to the Indiegogo, it includes developers who have worked on Halo, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> and every major fucking game. By, by developers, do you mean that they were like in test <laughs> and I accepted a pre-order, hung up a I poster? I don't think anybody has verified that claim, but yeah, mm-hmm. the idea is that a uh, Big D's, which is a D's nuts joke for you guys yes, who don't know where, yes. I kind of yes. got that. Yeah. Yeah, that apparently that is a triple A studio working on a game that no. looks absolutely atrocious looks from great. the 10 second looks animation great. clip I saw. Looks great. The animation is awful. And, and Shaq looks horrifying. Looks great. Like the he game, has like, a 24 he... pack and he is 9 foot 10 <laughs> and it's awful. I mean, at least, at least you know, the, the original one was by Delphine Studios and that was a studio known for its animation and like that right. was the only selling point of that game. That is the out of this world oh, flashback yes. studio. Shaq and Pepsi, which could be in this game too. Fifty percent there. I would fund it if it was called Shack and Pepsi. Shack and Pepsi. Yeah. You know, if you're going to spend your money on a bad game with the fucking basketball mm-hmm. attached to it, mm-hmm. I recommend Barkley too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not waste our money on this Shack bullshit. Is that ever happening? I don't think it is. I get updates for it frequently. Okay. They're still working yeah. on it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Backed it. Right? I'll wait for that oh, yeah. alongside it's, it's, Mighty Number no. Nine. It is literally the only thing on Kickstarter I've ever backed. Is Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made a kind What of about? Spread. Are you? Anything on Indiegogo that you nope. backed? Nope. Nothing. Well, this might be the first one, because the game looks really good. I saw only a screenshot, but I instantly saw perfect balance. Mm. Perfect balance. It's the, it's the game Evo needs. It's not the game Evo needs, it's the one they deserve. Right, hmm. yeah. And yeah. Uh-huh. this definitely has to happen. Is it even a fighting game? The footage made it look like it was a beat-em-up. Oh, yeah, it is a beat-em-up, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yep. It should it's at least gonna be, be a, a fighting fucking, game. It's going to be, I'm going to describe it as a shit tornado. But you know what Shaq Fu lacked But you know, I, I, I will not, I, at the same time though, like I don't want to ever say that a game should not come out because mm. I want to have bad games to laugh at and who knows, it could even turn out taller. Make quite think, the career out of it. Yeah. This this is the birdemic thing though, where it's a shitty game that knows it's going to be a shitty game, which mm-hmm. is not the same thing as something trying to be Yeah, good it's a little bit that's the, <laughs> too <laughs> self-consciously yeah. tongue-in-cheek. Uh-huh. Instead of thanks for playing at the end, it's just going to say, what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the money, dipshit. What was what was the old Sean Baby joke? The the title screen is just a fart noise in the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Someone mm. needs to get on that. <laughs> crappy bird, crappy turd, yeah. crappy turd, crappy turd, yeah. crappy turd. Yeah. Uh, Indigo go coming up shortly, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need to raise a hundred dollars. Well, you don't have to hit your goals on Indiegogo. That's We're one learned. quarter away exactly. through our goals, and my dad says he won't give me any more. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, I'm not giving you $40. Take the 25 Until you apologize to your mother. <laughs> apologize to Robert Loja. Never! <laughs> Robert Loja. Loja. Mm. So, uh, we should probably move on to the community segment and uh, shoot this thing in the back of the head. <laughs> Uh, last week's question of the week was, if you could make any TV show into a game, what would it be? Mm. And uh, Slain Puddle was the first to answer, saying 90210 in the style of the social interactions of the Persona series. But in all seriousness, I would like a game based off the premise of the Twilight Zone done Ooh. by Telltale. 
That is that is a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah. Every episode would tackle an aspect of the human mental nature, wow. and would also end in an ambiguous way using said mental nature. And they should develop it after they finish The Wolf Among Us first. God damn it! Wow. And at least twice it should star William Shatner. Yes. Mm. Mm. He's an easy get, apparently. Is he? I don't know. You should have a moral choice. Step on your glasses. Don't step on your glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Time enough at last? Yes or no? Banquo's stepson Mm -hmm. says, I'd like a Warehouse 13 game in the Alien War style action-adventure game where you're a new warehouse agent traveling around the globe to pick up newly discovered artifacts and bring them back to the warehouse. Barely know what you're talking about. What is Warehouse 13? It's a sci-fi channel show, I believe. It's about the warehouse where they store sci-fi stuff. Hmm. Uh, Bolin Borsch says, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Nice. It could be built with scum for all I care. Scum, S-C-U-M-M. The, the you, you've seen that, engine. right? Uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, yeah. of course. Oh, so I, I, I don't know. I, I once worked the name Lucien Sanchez into an article. I don't know it that well, and every time I see got it... Got some love from UK and like, The guy who isn't Darth Marenghi comes on, or Dean Morris... Who has like the fucking fake soap opera accent? Mm-hmm. I am floored. I just start laughing. Really makes me laugh. And then Dane, he's, he's I love the way he talks too. Wow. I love that. Uh, also, Cooking Mama Hannibal. Nice. Yeah. That's that is a browser game that is being developed as we speak. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. Tranquil Bez twenty two knows us so well. Here's here's some host service. Yeah. I would like to turn Community yeah! into a game. It'll play like the Simpsons game, where it's a giant meta-fest full of video game references, only a little more subtle than the Simpsons. It'll mostly just revolve around paintball and or the floor is lava. So it's like <laughs> that episode of Community where it was a video game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. I have an idea for Cheers as... I, I watched that one. I watched it here. As a Cheers as Drew Beer Tapper. That's mine. I said that. Cheers as Drew Beer Tapper. Yeah. <laughs> Can we make a new It's just Norm. You're just throwing beers at Norm. (laughs) (laughs) And every time you throw a beer, it gives you a weird factoid. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Crepe Crisis says, I'd like to see... Hold on. Okay. This is going to be really funny. Here it comes. In the Cheers video game. Uh Do you get an achievement for making Shelly Long leave? I'm out! I'm out! Joke frenzy. And the upside down castle is when uh, what's his face dies, and then Woody Harrelson comes on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where we are. Nobody after born uh, after Garth Marenghi. Just born before nineteen ninety. We'll get that. Um, oh, Cinosaur says, "Can I ask for a good Avatar: The Last Airbender game or Legend of Korra game?" No. It uh, could make an incredible character action game if somebody who gave a shit and knew what they were doing had the license. Hope Anne's not in the room. Uh, I watched the show after after I earned the achievements in the game, and it's really good. Yeah, I uh, do not care, but mm-hmm. I work with dozens of people that passionately like that show. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I, no, really I, I really like that episode where uh, Sakura was betrayed by Sasuke and then Naruto oh, put his fingers up some dude's butt. Yeah, was so in the Nine Tails Fox. Sexy Nine Nine Fox. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> wrong show. Wrong I'm gonna show. get so much hate over that. Yeah, someone's gonna throw a brick at you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna bury you underneath a sack of bitcoins, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Made better. That could pay for the show. Not anymore. They're trading for $124 a piece on Mount Gox, apparently. Mount Gox is no longer available. Isn't it? All right. Well, that that news is several days old. (laughs) I feel like you're three weeks old. You know what that was? Mount Gox? What? It started off as a Magic the Gathering card trading site. Oh, no shit. For people that wanted to trade Magic cards. Yes. So, Magic the Gathering Ox. That's it's that's what it stands for. It's Mount Gox's Magic the Gathering online something. Huh. That's what the fucking oh, site was. And nerd- they did a hard pivot and it was like, yo, Bitcoin. Oh, nerd <laughs> fad, based in Tokyo, nerd fad right? currency. Yeah. Nerd fad currency. Nerd fad currency. Yes. Oh. Cryptocurrency. Ooh, that's a better term. That that is the term. I read an article once in Forbes. Awkward <laughs> loser says a game in the world of Breaking Bad or The Wire, most likely RPG or MMO. Yes, yeah, an dense. MMO, fucking wire super MMO. Dense. Seriously, <laughs> juke the numbers, man. That's that's great. How does her hair look? <laughs> Your hair look good, girl. It's all about setting up uh, very complicated wiretaps involving pagers that makes no fucking sense anymore. That, it would be way better as a fucking uh, Papers Please game. If they made a wire game that was like Papers, Please, where yeah. it's you fucking trying to file fucking warrants it's for a wiretap. It's, or, it's yeah. dying for a bureaucracy, bu- yes. bureaucracy simulation. Yeah. Man, too many beers. <laughs> uh, I want some kind of P- uh, console PC game that heavily involves being on the block slinging yay or crystal whilst punking mock-ass bitches and bitch-ass marks. Mark <laughs> off ass your awkward loser? Yeah. Huh? Uh, off your corner and trying to outwit 5-0. And if you mess Wasn't- up, you actually have to play the game from jail. And or prison for for a while. I like how he specifies jail and or prison. Prison. Uh, <laughs> rather use guys. Ooh, uh, not gonna do say that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Depending on various game mechanics, adding a courtroom element to wasn't, the gameplay. Wasn't there a drug war game on the fucking like uh, graphing calculator? Yeah, yes. you guys yes. had in high drug wars. Yeah, drug wars. There you go. Mm-hmm. Just play that. <laughs> use your imagination. Java. Was there a Java version? Probably. Yeah. Pull down menus and stuff. I think there's an everything version of that. It's like Tetris that way. Or a bagel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you do Crepe Crisis? Well, I, I started to read that, but no, go ahead. Uh, well, I'd like to see Seinfeld the game. Not with characters from Seinfeld, though. I want, I want a game about nothing. Maybe similar to Animal Crossing, you... but with a lot more nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like Animal, Man, Crossing, Animal Crossing, but would without be any sort of goal whatsoever. Character looks like a skinny George Costanza yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yes, well, you, you pick your... an apple and then you take it to the shop and they're like, what the fuck you want me to do yeah. with this? Bird... What do you mean you won't take the apple? <laughs> a bird that looks like Kramer just sliding into your house. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> the Kenny Rogers chicken is open. Yeah. <laughs> you don't play for weeks. <laughs> like, I sold your apartment. Oh, wow. I wonder what my town did, looks like. Did you guys see the shit, though, this week with the Oculus Rift? Someone made Jerry's apartment an Oculus. Yeah, so oh, nice. they made the Spirited Away room. And, oh, wow. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes, cool. yes, it sounds like a terrible premise, but mm-hmm. so did a show about nothing. Might as well give it a try. Yeah. I like it. That's, that's wholehearted yeah. commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen dollars put behind yeah. dumber things. I could make a Capcom joke right now, but I Stop won't. It. But I won't. Stop it. <laughs> Big but man. he's my animal butler. Eh, <laughs> 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 uh, nope. That's a South Park thing. Sorry, kid. I got to read that. Uh, oof. No. Not going to read that. Uh, okay. Uh, sure, this sounds good. Uh, Ampotence, whom I know on the internet, ha- says, play as the ruthless politician Frank Underwood. 
It's House of Cards. <laughs> of course. Uh, mm-hmm. A true RPG with every decision can an alter foreign policy. There are two kind of players in this world. <laughs> Leak confidential documents to your naive, young, sexy journalist friend to climb further up the ladder and one day claim the most powerful seat in the free world. Plenty of opportunity for a Mass Effect-style dialogue system with renegade choices like uh-huh. assert dominance by making out with your male security guard <laughs> and, <laughs> and paragon moves like giving your wife a position in the White House as an advisor. Edit. I guess that's what I get for answering before I listen to the podcast. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, that sounds like a good idea. That could it work starts. as a board game, too. You know? It does. I just mm-hmm. hope everybody's seen the second season of House of Cards. Not me. Oh, boy. Not me neither. None of that made sense to me. That was a courtesy laugh. Wipe it from care. your mind. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There. But yes. Uh, also, someone else said House of Cards is a 16-bit JRPG because he wants to see Kevin Spacey with anime eyes. Mm. Thank you, Abusful of Nuns. <laughs> I agree. It's and I'm already it. imagining it. It's great. <laughs> Did he say that before Kevin Spacey appeared in that uh, yes. Ellen selfie? He, he looks like an anime character. Yeah. It's great. He looks like a Simpsons character in real life. Wow, really? Yeah. So, someone, I, I think you, you like shared a, a picture like it was basically that selfie, but everyone had Doge face except for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh. like, that works. <laughs> I didn't see. So I was looking for somebody in the comments who doesn't get read every week, and uh, Mouse Clock uh, just said Venture Brothers four player beat 'em up a la Castle Crashers or Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pixel graphics would be an absolute plus with JG Throwwell music. And Jason Pancake says, "Shit, man, you win question of the week this week. Venture Brothers, anything really? I have to yeah. agree. Yeah, that's a fantastic I think, I think fucking the DVD idea. Just came out, and I'm I'm dying to Did pick it? it up. Yeah, oh, I wow. think so. It's either this week or it, yeah, this week or next week. Get it through. Done. Wow. Uh, Samson says, Clerks the animated series. Uh, okay. Who is be- this? I love him. Uh, <laughs> Samson. Okay. Samson. Bear you're is a, driving. He's my favorite. Big American party. <laughs> you're, you're a fag." <laughs> It, <laughs> you're a cigarette. You're a cigarette. <laughs> it could be done in an old Snoochie school Poochies, format. Snoochie guys, am I right? <laughs> no, you're not. No. Ooh. I don't know, Dante. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing random impressions. <laughs> it could be done in an old school format like Willie Beamish. There's a reference. Or Jesus Christ. Or the Dragon's... Ugh, I played that. He says Dragon Slayer arcade game. I think you mean Dragon's Lair. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Playable characters would be Dante and Randall, and Jay and Silent Bob could be unlockable or expansions. Bosses would include that big B by the dumpster, the discreto burrito plug, and I suppose Leonardo Leonardo <laughs> would have to be the final boss. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, look at him. Retired from I public miss that life. Show so time. Much. You know what your problem is, Dante? <laughs> you can't pick a class. You could be a fighter or a mage. But no, you sit here bitching every day about your stupid fucking ex-girlfriend. You know what? I'm sick of it. I, I would pay for that. Jesus Christ, Chris Antista reads the entire fucking script. I love I'm, I'm was, making up my own Kevin Smith script. I love it's there great. was an it's episode great. of the, Clerk, the Clerks you know, anime. I'm going to make a comparison to Star Wars here for a second. <laughs> Dante. Dante. <laughs> there was a Clerks animated... There were, there were only six episodes, but one of them was about uh, The Last Starfighter. Yeah, it's great. He, That's my favorite he, episode. It's in the pyramid building. Yeah. Game. yeah. And he got recruited to build a pyramid. Yes. Which, and it's it, just it, backbreaking labor. Yeah, and it turned it into a Temple no of sense. Doom reference. Yes. Yeah. And then, wait, was that the same one where they he was uh, the coach of a, of a t-ball team? I don't remember. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the same uh. one. But I do remember the... Hey, there's that kid in the helmet. Yes, look at him. Let me consult my fucking scheduler, Dante, while we sit here and waste our that, lives. That show had the weirdest fucking running gags. Like yeah. the, the 
like the second episode was the yeah. the meat locker episode or the mm-hmm. freezer cooler episode mm-hmm. where yeah. yeah they just keep flashing back to things that happened in the first and second episodes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and that never happened no it's, it's always just them climbing up the side of a building like yeah. Batman and Robin and then yeah. the camera switches and it turns out oh they're on the ground timeless mm-hmm. yep they talked to Colonel Clink on the way up. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. see, it would have worked, but I think they played the fourth episode first and then the second episode second. Yeah, they did. So yeah. they're flashing back to an episode that nobody no, had seen. Uh, Gangbang Genocide says, I would, like uh, a game. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a game based off my name. Archer. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not On me. the Hustler channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a game. Based off of Archer as a 2D action adventure side scroll, using the same voice cast and animation style of the show, in the same way that South Park The Stick of Truth was able to emulate the look and feel of an episode of South Park. You could switch off between different characters from the show and have them go off on missions that are tailored to their character traits. It has to have Saints Row levels of crazy, over the top ridiculousness. Well, you got that uh, Krager guy. He's already pretty much. Uh... <laughs> What's the cat doctor from Saints Row? The game show guy? Oh, uh, Professor Genki. Professor yeah. Genki. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's almost pretty much that guy. So uh-huh. with, with a holographic with anime bride. Holographic anime bride, yeah. yeah. Anybody, anybody say True Detective? Because I sent you that Sam and Max True Detective. That Sam and Max True oh, Detective yeah, thing really is good. one of the best things I saw I've seen a week. Yeah, that was, And then yeah. you sent it to me, and I thought, wow, Grimm's a genius for finding this. We he deserves like, wow. all the credit. Oh, that's me, all right. You know, Not that Chris do. guy. That Chris is... You defy our coding. Go against her. <laughs> Are you spoiling things for me right no, now? No, it's just one of the cool. It's like one of the defining moments. Have you ever of the smoked weed at the philosophy major in like college? Because yeah. that's basically what Matthew McConaughey's character is. But because he's Matthew McConaughey, he gives it a weird level of yeah, gravitas. But now, now I'm sober and focused. All right, all right. <laughs> there you go. Weirdly perfect. skinny because I uh, wanted to play an age. Do you ever watch the Soup? I, I saw that clip too. Yes, they, the uh, it's really good. If you have yeah, really true detective that. parody with uh, Joel McHale and Jim Rash. Yes, as AKA Dean on mm-hmm. Community, mm-hmm. and just the joke is that nobody can understand a single fucking word it's, that they say. Yeah, it's 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 the smells like Nirvana jokes of true detective parodies, uh-huh. but it's it's re- Joel McHale does it's a well really put. good Matthew McConaughey impression. Yeah. It, um. Reverend Stack says uh, the A-Team, <laughs> GTA clone, except that every car wreck, no matter how big or explosive, has the bad guys crawl out of the wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It is. It has, yes, it has a pity fool mode. I want to bet. Can I just not have made that joke? <laughs> Living that kind of reality now? We're there. You know, okay. Time, time okay. is a flat circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Yeah, uh, <laughs> time is a flat circle. Too many uh, impressions in the community. Setting. Jitters. Yeah. 88 says, if I had to choose a TV show to make it into a game, it would be Roseanne. Yeah. I want. <laughs> I would want it to be created by Telltale. Of course. And that is pretty mm-hmm. much all I have to go on. But I know that it would be an amazing game for fans of Roseanne. Uh, <laughs> fans of Roseanne and then Polygon can spend the rest of his existence writing about Sarah Gilbert moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, I, I, I always uh, identified with Sarah Gilbert and her Big Bang Theory boyfriend uh-huh. when I watched that show. And now Damn, I wonder, it's I like, would I just find them really annoying if I watched it again today? Um, I actually, when, I, when I'm really drunk and feel alone, I swear to Christ, I watch Roseanne clips on YouTube. And I love wow. them. I have a favorite type of Roseanne clip. It's most of the dramatic ones. When Dan roughs somebody up, mm-hmm. when John Goodman gets mad playing a white trash guy, it's like the uh, most genuinely scary thing in the universe. Mm. It's yeah, that Who does he great. beat up, though? Uh, well, the one... 
that was it's one of my favorite jokes ever. Uh, Jackie gets the shit kicked out of her by her. This is on a comedy uh, by by yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. That show is real. And he man. goes and Dan go, goes and like beats him up and like Sarah Gilbert has to go pick him up in jail and like they they walk through the door and like I just picked up your dad from jail. It's official. We're white trash, and they all start dancing. It's like I realize Roseanne is like currently kind of a weirdo, but I mean that, that show is great. Yeah. That show is fucking, and, and that's mostly is, her yeah, doing. That's brilliant. Yeah, there is no show that's fucking more candid about yeah, like but, what it's yeah. like to be fucking bottom of the bracket ass yeah. white American. Except yeah. to, to clarify, I didn't wasn't thinking like what I find the show annoying. It's like what I find Darlene specifically annoying. She's great. She's so is she? funny. Like okay. every person on that show is fantastic. I right. love. I love Sarah Gilbert. Hmm. But Chris, how many of those clips that that you like were canceled out by Roseanne? What reckoning the last season, the second to last but season? It, that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, because it's such like this horseshit. We won the lottery. The house gets really nice, and like, no, nah, that was all a fiction. I wrote in my head yeah. because my husband died, and everything got yeah. worse. Everything now it's got worse. Sad. Nobody protected us because nobody ever will. This yep. is exactly what's going to happen to all of us. And I, I hid in a reality for a, in an alternate reality for a year. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> people, people make fun yeah, of Lost for having downer. like a bullshit final season. But come the fuck on! At least Lost had the audacity to to fake only half of its final season. They had to find they had to find some way to somehow justify Roseanne flying her six hundred member family from Michigan to Disneyland and staying in those resorts. Because yeah. I lived next to that, and my father is an attorney, and that is unaffordable. That yeah. was completely unaffordable for And us. I think they met the cast of Absolutely Fabulous at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Roseanne was mounting an American remake starring Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, mm-hmm. God. That would have been, that been great casting. Yeah, probably. Because I think she was still a society drunk at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gossip talk with Michael Rapares. <laughs> Tell me more. Everybody knows that. It's not gossip. No, dish, dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right. New question of the week. <laughs> Continuing with our trend of shaping the question around the top five and the big topic this week. Since we picked a lot of really obscure, weird mecca for, for this week's top five, I'm what is... The, the millennium. All right. <laughs> fuck, fuck it. I'm going to I'm just going to mutter gibberish. <laughs> what is your favorite giant robot of all time? doesn't have to be weird. It just can be really cool. Uh, I've always been partial to Jehuti from uh, Zone of the Enders, mm. which was a really fun, strange robot to pilot because it's always flying. And when you get it close to the ground, it has those feet that are just like little points, like it's always on like stiletto heels, and you can just sort of drag it along the ground and it'll leave uh, burn marks wherever it goes. This is the game that came with the demo from Metal Gear Solid. Yes, that's, that was its primary <laughs> claim to fame. And then this, the sequel was really good, but uh, nobody bought it, apparently, because mm. there's no Zone of the Enders 3. Mm. Would you say it's the end of Zone of the Enders? Stop mm. it with your jokes. I would say it's the Zone of the Ending. No! Uh, you should make it up to Kojima by buying the HD version. <laughs> or Metal Gear Rex. He's earned it. Um, of course, I have to go with anything from Steel Battle Lion, which know. is how it's pronounced. Battle Lion? Battle Lion. Battle uh, Lion. Battle, but, uh, is that the, the Xbox one or the Xbox 360 one? Both. Mm. <laughs> Take the good with that. Isn't the second one just a tank? Um, no comment? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that in. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in all sincerity, uh, Virtual On? 
Virtual I, Robots. I really loved, robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. really, really loved every robot in that game. Uh, you like played. the Harajuku uh, cute girl one? Yeah. Did Play. you also like Oratorio Tangram, the sequel? <laughs> or Voot? It rolls right off the top. Yeah. Uh, easy to find in the game. It makes no fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> Can I, where's the sequel to Virtual on? It's under O. <laughs> <laughs> o for who gives a shit. Oh. Oh. I won't be buying that. <laughs> Love Virtual Line. Uh, I kid the Virtual. Remember when uh, they released it on, was it XBLA like a year or two ago? Yeah. Maybe? And I think yeah. it was Hori actually made the controller for it with the dual wow. joysticks, and it was like $250. Jesus! Because they no. didn't, they made none of them. Oh, so. the Hori. Hori. The Hori. Oh, the Hori. Yeah. Yes. Love it all. Classic <laughs> reference to uh, the Hindenburg. <laughs> yes. It's when a giant controller uh, crashed and burned into a... No, it's, it's a reference yeah. to Apocalypse On. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this man has uh, jokes. Uh, so my choice is uh, a robot from a game called Robot Alchemic Drive. Ah, yes, you yes. mentioned this earlier. Yes, so this was a Big podcast. Yes, uh, this was one of the first, at least American films. release games from um, Sandbox, who uh-huh. ended up making Sandlot. Sandlot, yeah. I, God, I still mix, I still mix that up, but uh, that's fine. L seven weedy dude. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they made Jesus. the Earth Defense Force games on the Xbox three hundred and sixty, but they made this game called Robot Alchemic Drive on the PS two, mm-hmm. or Rad, Rad, yes. <laughs> and, but the just was it the just uh, was that you played as a human character that controlled a robot from afar using a contraption that was basically the PS2 controller. So, like, ah, thumb, thumbsticks controlled the, the fists, and then the triggers controlled the, the legs. But there was one robot called the... Uh, I'm probably going to botch the way it's supposed to be said, but it's a uh, Laguole. And it was basically a normal robot, but mm. I think if you press, like, all four of the... the, the Shoulder buttons, yeah, shoulder buttons. It would turn into a plane, and then oh, you neat. could fly a plane around the map. So it was basically like, yeah, a giant robot. They Robots turn... that turn into planes are always rad. Yeah. And they're always rad. robot alchemical drive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are we confined to video games for this? Um, ideally. You know, but yeah, you can venture outside if you really want to. Yeah. I don't Talk about your though. favorite Gundams. Yeah, it is. It's just an anime thing. Was huh. there a game in it, a girl in Lagoon? Yes. <laughs> Uh, there was? There you go. Okay, there we go. It's connected. Nice. Gurren Lagan. That's my favorite mecha. It's the coolest one. It's Gurren Lagan itself? The head. The head is my favorite The head thing. thing. When he, like, excavates the head from, like, the core of the earth or whatever on the mining uh-huh. planet, and then, like, it's basically a disembodied head that he pilots yeah, around. with arms and legs. With arms and legs. Yeah. And then, like, it finds a body later, right? I forget how he actually gets... I've never watched that thing. show. Oh, it's fucking great. I do love that show. But uh, is, yeah. that, is that the one with, like, the the mech that's supposed to be the size of, like, three galaxies or whatever? That's the final fight, yes, ah. yes. It levels up over the course of the show from a disembodied head to several uh, different variations. Yeah, no but, shit. Jesus. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like, the uh, it's final strike thing where it's, like, fighting the final guy in the final episode is this huge thing. And basically, there's mecha within mecha, uh, so mm-hmm. he like gets at the guy, and he's like sort of drilling towards him, and it catches him, and like you know, kind of holds him. Uh, and then a robot jumps out of a robot, jumps out of a robot, jumps out of a robot, and the head jumps out of the last robot, and then the guy jumps out of the head, and it's, it's perfect. It's Great. classic anime bullshit. Did yeah. you see that Super Sentai uh, locomotive erection that aired in Japan? No, that's actually what it's called. The, po- the, the Power Rangers, the thing that's the basis of the Power Rangers mech footage mm. but then like it forms itself and then grabs like a locomotive and has a giant boner <laughs> does nice. it fuck the train nah, 
I guess that's you could construe it as that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that the train was supposed to be the boner, but I guess he technically does it pull a train on the train. Ooh, Dave, that's a good. <laughs> there are it and old giant robot friends. That there pull are a train on the train. there are technically five people in <laughs> with that a train. train. Nice. Rail erection simulator 2014. Jesus. Just them them crashing train cars into each other with their crotches. Jesus Christ! Where is boner right now? Where, where does the caboose fit in in this? Uh, mm. You want to see it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to go home now. Chris, <laughs> what's your favorite giant robot? I just shaved. I said minority. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Never mind. The, the star of Metal Storm. Or I wanted to get, yeah, just give a shout cool. out to the red robot in Mech Assault. <laughs> <laughs> I played right. that demo endlessly. Ah, the last game was so fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what's your favorite giant robot, ideally from a video game? Mm-hmm. Answer us by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums or just commenting under the news post for episode 55. But if you comment on the forums first and you post the question so other people can answer it, you will get read first on next, next week's show. So let's do a quick round of plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Somebody else go. Cantista, Laser Time. Um, I don't know what, what's happening this week, but last week was an episode I really liked, which was our brief history of pay TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. I had a lot of fun with that. Do you like it, Dave? I liked it. It was felt one like of a monologue too much. But. No, we said a lot of funny stuff about trying to watch softcore porn on TV. There's a bit of that, a bit of that, but like who? Every time the internet introduces something that used to be free that someone yeah. would like to charge for, people go ape shit. So like trying to go back to a time when television is free and yeah. someone tried to charge for it without content, even yeah. and yeah, slightly it's, interesting. It's the last thing that. Our generation can be like we walked two miles in the snow to see mm-hmm. this. We we like watched really like scrambled pornography and like uh-huh. we would could go into vaguely the wo- make out yeah. warped silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would but go you into you the woods. Sex and, noises. Yeah, it would be the best thing if like the the static was actually like showing some definition through there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh man, you could see that little tiny wave like a vision. Like you could just uh-huh. yeah. barely make out a tit in the middle of that like, green shit. Somebody threw a porno magazine into the gutter, and that was the best <laughs> thing that happened to my yes, weekend. Poured water and gasoline <laughs> on top of it, and I'm yeah. seeing, I, I found a box for a VHS porno tape once and it was like hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> I'll use this forever <laughs> now someone just has to type sex into Google and then yeah. like they get a boring Wikipedia article yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter <laughs> and Cheap Popcast yeah baby uh, at Bread on Twitter I don't know Vice Principals on yeah. Tumblr uh, yeah, Wikia. Battleclash.wikia.com. Gurnlagon.wikia.com. <laughs> I should probably elaborate. You can answer the question of the week on the article for episode 55 on vidjagameapocalypse.com. Mm. So that's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. I wanted to talk more about what you said, but then I just talk about Monster Hunter more, and who cares?